Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Rotating Tap Craft Beer and Comedy Podcast. We're thankful that you're listening. Happy to have you on the ride with us. We are trying to get the word out about uh, some of these amazing beers that we're getting to try on a regular basis. Some of the cool-ass breweries that we get to go hang out with, and honestly, just some of the rad people within this industry. So if you could do us a huge favor, like, rate, subscribe, write us a review on iTunes, uh, and make sure you're telling all your friends about this podcast, especially the beer drinkers. If they've got a favorite brewery, chances are we've interviewed them, and they're going to learn some new things about their favorite spot. So thank you guys so much for listening. Anything really helps us out a lot. Enjoy this show. This episode of the Rotating Tap Comedy Podcast is brought to you in part by Flightco Brewing Company in Berkeley. It's a great neighborhood for beer. So if you're up there, make sure you check out Flightco. They're following every safety precaution right now. They've got a ton of space. And they're Denver's only aviation-themed brewery, which is really, really cool. Uh, They actually even have an actual fuselage in the middle of their tap room. And everything else in there is aviation-themed. So it's pretty cool, especially for pilots. I don't want to fly a plane. But people that do, I get it pretty cool. Their beer is incredible. They've got easy drinking ones like their Oh My Guava Pale Ale, all the way to their brand new Russian Imperial Stout that just was released. It was barrel aged, and it is absolutely incredible. So make sure you check them out. They're at 38th and Tennyson Flyco Brewing Company. Go say what up. I think my problem is that I'm just a little bit of a slut when it comes to beer. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Rotating Tap Podcast. We've got Steve Vanderplue, Corey David, and special guests. Maybe beer people talking comedy or comedians talking beer. Listen up everybody and we'll see what you will hear. I won't waste any more time because it's going very fast. It's the Rotating Tap Podcast. Cool. Welcome to the Rotating Tap Podcast. Hi, uh, my, name's, my name is Corey David. His name is Corey David. My name is Steve Vanderplus. Steve, you're feeling a little sluggish today, are you? Yeah, I day, I day drank all day yesterday. We're just really excited I'm, for the I'm, Buffalo Bills win on Saturday. You just decided to keep it going. Yeah, yeah, totally. Go yeah, Bills. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's what Absolutely. it was. I mean, now that my fantasy playoffs are over, I really have no stake in the. I don't want to see. I. If we're going to talk about football, I'll just say that I don't want to see teams like – I'm glad, like, the Steelers lost. I want to see, like, the newer teams step up because I'm sick of seeing the same teams. We'll bring you on board as an honorary Bills fan. I mean, I'm one. I'm a fair – I'm the most Fairweather fan. Sure. I could give I mean, two shits. You could be a Giants fan. Yeah, well, I don't know if any – I don't know if I really fan. want to be right now. Are you sure? If, they, if they're in Let's the playoffs. Jets, if they're in the playoffs, yeah, that's – nobody wants to be a Jets fan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the longest time, I always said the best thing about being a Bills fan is that you just learn to love other things. You just develop a life. You get new hobbies. You get fun stuff yeah. to do because your Sundays are free. You already know how it's going to turn out. But we're just really excited to be here at Call to Arms Brewery. Up on Tennyson. Yeah, it's the Berkeley neighborhood is, in Denver. This is Berkeley or is this technically Sunnyside at this point? It is Berkeley. Yeah, nice. it is officially Berkeley. A fish. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Cool. There's a very liberal college here and everything. Yeah. No, not at all. But anyway, say hi. <laughs> hi, my name's Chris Bell. And what do you do here? I am the owner and head brewer at Call Arms Brewing Company. Sick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Great. <laughs> Everybody wants to be that right now. Yeah, man. So how long have you guys actually been in the spot? Uh, we've been here five and a half years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what did you brew at Avery before yeah, this? Yeah, I was the assistant brewer. I was manager at Avery. Okay, I was curious about before that. Before that. And then before that, I worked at Long Trail Brewing Company in Vermont. Oh, no way. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm from Saratoga Springs, New York. Ah, cool. So like, I'm from right New York. Yeah. 
from Rye? Rye, downstate. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm familiar. How the hell did you wind up at Long Trail? Uh, well, I came out here for college and then uh, really wanted to get into brewing. Decided that I'd go anywhere for it. And a friend of mine, uh, I was at my brother's graduation, and a friend of his was actually like, hey, you just graduated college. What do you want to do with your life? And I was like, when I get into brewing, he's like, I know somebody who works at Long Trail. And long story short, I ended up... Uh, talking to that guy he got me an interview worked at Long Trail for four and a half years so I was living in Killington Vermont and then pretty sick yeah it was, a bad place it, to live, you know I right? mean I mean well it's 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 it's, it's, it's not there's not a lot out there no no, no. there's quiet. good reason I, so I went to see you before that and yeah. so there's good reason I came back because uh I mean because you couldn't stop partying time to get back <laughs> in the party train there's there's a pretty intense party scene there for sure um but at Boulder uh, or Killington no, Killington <laughs> is intense. I'm dead serious. Oh, no, the Wobbly Barn, Pickle Barn? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you oh, know it well. Okay. <laughs> I've, spent, yeah. I've spent a couple faded nights uh, in yeah. the basement of the Wobbly Barn. Like, it's this bar. A great name. It's this bar, like, uh, this huge bar, really. Yeah. It's, like, basically old, yeah, old barns that they turned into bars, right? Yep, and yeah. so I lived on the access road, which the Wobbly Barn was on the access road to get up to the mountain, and President's Day weekend, one weekend, my girlfriend woke me up and was like, hey, there's somebody in our bedroom. And I was like, no, there definitely is nobody in the bedroom. And she kept being like, no, there's somebody in the bedroom. So we turned the light on and we're like, oh, my God, holy shit, there's somebody asleep in the bedroom. And oh, it's in, confirmed. Like, there is somebody in our bedroom. <laughs> and he's wearing my bathrobe. This guy was asleep in our bedroom wearing my bathrobe. Pink, Dead very serious. frilly. Lots of fluff. <laughs> I can see it now. We thought it was a friend of ours. Turns out it, it wasn't. It was some guy who just wandered down from the Wobbly Barn, didn't have a jacket on. It was the first house he saw, so he came into our place, saw my bathrobe hanging on the bathroom door, put it on to get warm, fell asleep on the floor. So, yeah, Whoa. they party pretty hard in Vermont. For was sure. it just the bathrobe? <laughs> it would have been great. Because I would have right? been way like, fucking no, better. No. It's like wearing your tuxedo when you All right, so what state was he from? If you had to guess, right? Sounds like a, it sounds like a Florida move. No, it's definitely Northeast, right? Because Killington's oh, okay. all tourism. They're all, you know, the weekend warriors. So if okay. you had to guess, state. In I'm going to say Connecticut. Oh, close. So close. Rhode Island. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Provincetown, man. That's yeah. why he went for the frilly pink bathrobe. <laughs> yeah. He was red, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry. He wanted to, it still was frilly. He just wanted to make sure that that was pointed out. It's red, it's okay? Red. Right. It's not pink. It's salmon, if anything, if anything <laughs> yeah, else. Right. It's not pink. It's salmon. I love that. Yeah. It's That's not how pink, I live salmon. my life. That's, I have a, that's the name of my punk rock band. I have a salmon hoodie, and I always have to explain that to people, that it's not pink, it's salmon. Yeah, you uh, plebs. But I've had somebody else with that's happened before, uh, where they woke up in the morning, and somebody was just laying naked on their couch. Really? And just like, hey, man, you got to leave. And like, no, this is my this is my place. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just stumble into somebody's house. like, you got to get the fuck out Where was here, that? Man. This was in Saratoga. Oh, okay. Yeah. God, what a wild place up there. The Northeast is. Yeah, I just thought I didn't think my friend had to be so rude to me. Like I get it, I wasn't wearing any clothes. But well, it's cold, and there are two things to do, and it's ski and drink. And yeah, that's usually yeah. what happens up there. Yeah, so you got to get the old liquid sweater going. Yeah, but have you guys ever done that before? Do you ever have to? Have you ever so drunk that you had you wandered into a house, but you maybe thought it was your friend's, or you just picked the wrong one? No, no, no. I've never done that. Mm, never yeah. happened. Nope. I had to. So I. Had to, I was gambling one night, basically, and I was like, I'm pretty sure this is his How house. How are you basically gambling? Well, I had to guess. <laughs> I'm ba- yeah, He's I'm just gambling. playing craps. In I knew, no, not, not, not actually <laughs> playing craps, but there was a, an instance where I just was drinking and got home later than everybody else, and I thought that it was his place, but I didn't know for sure. And then I ended up crashing on the couch, and I'm just like, there's a pretty solid chance that... I'm going to wake up tomorrow and this is going to be some, some random ass person's house. 
I've wandered out of a lot of places drunk, but... The old Irish goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Why would you want yeah. to say goodbye to everybody at the party? Yeah. It's annoying. It yeah. takes too much time. I don't actually care that much. I mean, if we chug enough beer, I might not even say bye during this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> He'll yeah. be halfway through the yeah. bar. I'm going to the bathroom, guys. And yeah. just, <laughs> <back>. <laughs> just peace out. <laughs> guess we'll just wrap this up then. Yeah. <laughs> so you started at Long Trail. I mean, honest opinion, how do you feel about like their beers at large? Oh, I feel like... Boy. They're new, um, they've put out some stuff in the past couple of years. Like they they hit a big home run with Limbo, and there was yeah. always like a couple of random things sure. that I liked. Yeah. But I think as a whole, it was just like just kind of you always wanted more. I was yeah. like, yeah, this is fine. It was fine. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of just like '90s craft. I don't know. Sure. I don't know, really know any other better way to sum it up. I think I was bored working there, and so it was a great experience. I learned a ton, but um, going from Long Trail to Avery is like. Totally Polar worlds apart. Yeah, yeah, they are just worlds apart. So, um, I mean, I worked at Harpoon, and I felt like it was the same vibe. You know, everything yeah. about the brewery was like, this is okay. I think they just found an equation that worked back in the day, sure. and they thought they could just keep, you know, repeating that forever, and it would work, uh, continue to work. And then the industry just started changing, and then changing faster and faster, and now we're still there. And, and just then they're like, no, Harpoon IPA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have to keep doing this. No, wait, our response is more of the same. So I, that's kind of how yeah. they've all been. A lot of those Northeast brewers are like that still. Yeah, well, they didn't have to change for a long time, right? But then you find a a lot of really great brewers came out of those breweries because they weren't really allowed to flex their muscles much uh, in terms of coming up with creative recipes or anything, but they learned how to brew on a bigger system. Yep. Got that experience, and then they could open up their own thing. Yeah. Uh, I remember at the time when hazy IPAs were really starting to take off, and Harpoon IPA had its, like, heyday. At one point in time, it was, like, the number one selling IPA in the Northeast. Maybe even on the whole East Coast at one point. And then they tried really hard to be like, this is a New England IPA. And then Hazy IPAs came in, the New England yeah, IPAs. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. We said it first. And everybody was like, shut the fuck <laughs> no. up. Like, no. <laughs> no, you can't. We're, uh, we're taking this over. So yeah, th- that whole, uh, that was kind of the beginning. was all the like New England IPA, Hazy IPA. I mean, I guess... That was the beginning, I think, of those bigger, like, northeast regional breweries kind of being like, oh, God, maybe we need to rethink some of this stuff. Yeah, they had to uh, take over. Like, it took over. And then everybody had to, was forced to then make this style. Yeah. Whether it was something they'd done in the past or not. I remember, I think it was in Connecticut, Sip of Sunshine was the number one selling craft skew. I think it was even the number one selling beer skew in the entire state. Wow. At one point in time. It was just a couple what, years ago. Was that ago. hazy? It yeah, it's like, like it's shandy. Lawson's, uh, Lawson's Liquids, they do this beer called Sip of Sunshine, which is not a very hazy New England IPA, which is kind of characteristic of a lot of the originals. It's like they're not that it's not that they're not that sweet and they're not that thick. You know, something like Hetty Topper, Focal Banger, Sip of Sunshine, they're still pretty dry beers. I mean, even though they have some haze to them. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of all over the map now, really. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, everything from... Uh, you know, milkshake IPAs into now, you know, we're seeing these like cocktail influenced beers. I mean, now people are, you know, there's so much like food product going into beer. It's kind of hard to differentiate anymore. You know, I'm getting Uh, ads on my Facebook for puree companies now. Yeah. Puree is nothing, man. I'm talking about like Hershey's bars, you know, like 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 spaghetti or like cheeseburgers. I mean, there's weird stuff going into beer. What's like, what's the weirdest adjunct do you think that you've used? Oh my God. That I think has been used, or no, that, I know. You've, that you've used. Oh, nothing. We're not that weird. They, you know. Weird. <laughs> I mean, we're let's get weird. Yeah, we got time. Right. Well, I'm supposed to chug a beer. Yeah, that's true. Um, we'll get to that in a sec. Uh, the weirdest adjunct we've ever—I don't know. We really don't use 
things. It's not really your deal. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like we were even, we've even been really late to the whole hazy thing. You know, um, it'll never last. Yeah, it's, it's like the internet. It's like the internet. Long? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a single exactly. day. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what kind of brewery would you say you guys are? Most tend to be based in some kind of or- like country of origin, whether it's like Belgian tradition, English, German, um, or do you feel like you kind of cover? Yeah, that was sort of the whole idea in the beginning was just kind of try and span it a little bit of everything, just brew what we really liked, you know. I mean, all of us had worked for big breweries previously, you know, yeah. and so, you you know, as you put it, you don't really get to flex your muscles, right? So you don't really get to just do whatever you want. You're usually just doing whatever. I can tell you got some you pretty know? big ones under that puffy jacket, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if those are actual muscle ribs oh, that you got so, there. No, yeah. I have to look bigger. You can know? tell. Camera does not add enough. It looks like you're wearing a ribbed condom right now. Yep. It's nice. <laughs> That's an expensive condom. <laughs> Eddie Bauer, reusable, insulated. <laughs> it's got sheepskin on the inside. Blind <laughs> <laughs> sheepskin, just the inside. Oh, that's great. Were original condoms sheepskin? I think so. I think original condoms uh, were non-existent. They were like they were, no, uh, but I mean, like, the I did, did like, the original condom start as latex? No, no, they were like, like they had condoms back in like. It was Isenglass. It was mostly Isenglass. They used they use, uh, <laughs> intestines, like animal intestines. Yeah, but how many different things, how many different animal intestines did you have to wrap around your dick until you figured out that, like, you know what? The sheep one is the most effective. And were they just carrying them around in their pockets all the time? Oh, I mean, they're, if they're safe, yeah. Or, or was it like... <laughs> they leave them in their glove compartment. <laughs> or was it every time you wanted to have sex, you had to go slaughter a sheep? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like... This takes a lot. Like foreplay is actually involved in sacrificing an animal, yeah. and guys now complain about having to do extra stuff. You know, like yeah, having, to, yeah, yeah. having to go down on anybody, little finger action. But you used to have to slaughter a sheep every time you wanted to have sex <laughs> safely. I don't think anybody cared about safe sex back then. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it originated somewhere. I'm just curious where it. Where yeah, it did, we're flesh. You know? This is called yeah. fleshing out yeah. an idea. Yeah. We don't know where it's going. Is that pun either. intended there? Out <laughs> yeah, fleshing it out. <laughs> See, this is a comedy podcast. Yeah. Welcome aboard, Scout. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of comedy, let's. Uh, we're, we in wanna... the, we're in the comedy room, actually. This is the comedy club here called Arms, where we're. Well, well, it was it? originally now. Wasn't it we back in this it. back room over here? They well, originally, originally it was in here. It was in here, yeah. and then we moved it out there, and then a pandemic hit, so we moved it out there. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, I did the show. The la- I think it was the last one that you guys did, oh, nice. like right before the shutdown. Yeah. How long? How long have you guys been doing uh, comedy? Shout out to Brad Com- Galley and Katie Bowman. They run an yeah, awesome show here. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've been doing, I think, four years. Four out of the five and a half awesome. years. So yeah. Yeah, it's uh, one of the longer running great. shows in Denver. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. We've had some amazing people come through here for sure. Yeah, the Denver um, scene's really fortunate in that because it's kind of the only thing between New York and L.A., like big city-wise, other than Chicago with a good comedy scene, or a big one anyway, we get a lot of really awesome acts that have late-night credits, Comedy Central, HBO, and whatever. So at a smaller venue, like called Arms, where you probably max capacity, what, like 80 people? Uh, for a comedy show? For a comedy show, yeah. Not even. Yeah, Not like even. 50. Yeah, yeah, so 50 I mean, people. when we do the outside ones, we, yeah, we could probably get 80, but yeah, not a lot of people. Yeah. No, yeah, so the fact that you, on a small venue like that, you can see some of the best comics in the country yeah. is pretty, pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, how'd that for even sure. get started? Did they approach you? Did you talk yeah. to them? Yeah, uh, it was actually my old business partner who got it started, and uh, they, they just started talking, and I can't actually remember who approached who. 
Um, and they were like, hey, let's just try this out. And we had done it once before. It was like a one-off event, but we'd organized it. But we don't, you know, we obviously aren't in the scene at all. I can really tell you're not anything. a very funny person. Yeah, I get no. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying really hard, too. Yeah. Um, that's, that's probably what, what gives it away. That's the key, though, is yeah. to not try. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's it's so hard. He's got to fire from the hip and see what yeah, sticks. Right. <laughs> just kind of go for it. Yeah, so, I mean, are you were you a big, like, stand-up uh, fan at all before yeah, you guys definitely. started doing shows Usually. here? Yeah. Really? Okay. I, I love stand-up. Um, Have I'm, you ever tried it? I th- yeah, I think it's because I'm terrible at it or, like, not that funny that I think it's awesome. I just think it takes so much – it just takes a lot of balls to get up there and put yourself out there like that. I don't know. It's, it's actually similar to brewing in that way. Yeah. Right. Um, because it's like, it, you know, it's an art, you're doing it, and you're just at the mercy of all these people's yeah. judgment. And you yeah. only, I mean, in comedy especially, like, you only have that, like, second to react if somebody's heckling you. Well, in, like, beer, if somebody doesn't like it, I'll just be like, ah, I didn't hear that, I gotta go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of, you have to, you're brewing stuff that you're just, you're hoping people like. Yeah, I mean, right? everybody's palate's subjective, right? In the same way that yeah. they're subjective totally. to comedy. Yeah, some know? people's so, salads are fucking trash, though. Let's uh, just, agreed. Let's yeah, just yeah, admit that. Yeah, yeah, some people's yeah. taste in comedy, also trash. Also so trash. Yeah, yeah so that similarity so. definitely exists. I but, mean, there's so many, like, they really, I do think that uh, the beer industry and the comedy industry are, like, parallel industries on almost every single level. I agree. Like, almost I, anything it, it, I could find a parallel. There's a couple that are, like, a little different, but for the most part, it's the same. Thing. Well, you get your uh, we ha- we have our jokes that are kind of like tried and true, and you kind of incorporate those into every set, or you know they're going to work basically. Which I would for you guys are kind of like flagships, right? Sure. Like you know yeah. that these sell really well, yeah. and um, you've been doing them for a long time, so you're probably yeah. bored with them. Right, right, <laughs> but, but but it works. Right? Yeah, it's a money yeah. maker. Yeah, 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 yeah. It works. When's it's to li- keep the lights on beer. Yeah. So. When, and what are those for you? Uh, Janarino's Dance Party is certainly one of them. The Ballroom Beer is probably the other one. And that's the one we've got um, in cans right now? Yeah, that's us. the one we got in cans right there. Is for. this Chevy? It look, kind of looks like Chevy Chase. And try again. Will Ferrell. <laughs> uh, oh, is it? Yeah. 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 I can see either one. So we do some deep cuts, some deep cocktails. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. an SNL skit. Yeah, that's a fun um, label. Yeah. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah. yeah, see, yeah. I never watched that much SNL. No? No. At, one, at any point in time, I think if I watched anything, it was Mad TV. I mean, just, Mad TV was great. What about kids in the, the hall? First, like, that's that too, and I, either one because those were they would replay those during the day on like Comedy Central. I never watched SNL because it was always was, at one yeah, time right. at night or whatever. Yeah. And with Mad TV and the and kids in the hall, like kids in the hall was nonstop on Comedy Central yeah. when I was a kid. You know? <laughs> like, it was but I never got it. I was then. so young. I was like, I don't get yeah. it. You know? But. In, I don't know. in retrospect, it's hilarious. I mean, also, Canadians aren't sketch. very funny people anyway. <laughs> oh, Let's just say that. Don't you don't think it's funny? Uh, no, I think it's There's funny. Some great, <laughs> there's some great Canadians. Rest in peace, Trebek. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're heartbroken over oh, that. Oh, man, I'm real upset. But, you know, we'll move on. Okay. Uh, the thing about sketch Sorry, shows is there's, like, none of them are, like, every single sketch is great. Like, well, any yeah. sketch show, there's going to be a lot of misses. And so... But isn't that inherently what makes it... A sketch show. Yeah, you gotta right? go I for mean, it, right? Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. Even like, I mean, Chappelle's show is probably the best sketch show of all time, right. in my opinion. But I, I don't know. I love SNL. Uh, great, great thing. They're, you know, I've, one of their writers did one of our shows a couple of years ago and <laughs> was really rude about uh, him bombing. He bombed hard. And it's like, dude, like, what do you care about this brewery show you write for SNL? 
like because we're comics, we're fragile. I know, beings. but man, how fragile are you when it comes to like if Very. somebody if you brew a beer and absolutely. people just trash Very. it? So do you look at untapped reviews a lot and stuff? No, absolutely oh, okay. not. Yeah, because yeah. you're just like I can't handle fragile, it. Yeah. No, I think also too, it's like you're also just saying, well, then they must know everything, and they don't. You right. know, I mean. I don't know. It, it's a trade, right? And like, I've spent my entire career doing this and like right. trying to get better at it. And so, if just some jabroni is <laughs> yeah. getting on Untapped and you know, it's like his fifth review and he immediately knows better, then what are we doing? You know, I, know. I mean, it's just like so. I, I don't know. Yeah, you, I, yeah. I, so I try hard. not to pay too much attention to it. But, I know, but at the same time, you it's can't so help it because you're like so. And the fact that somebody has put their entire life into this project, right? Like, not even this project, this business, and you're like. I worked so hard. I applied for permits. I went to school for this. I had so much work experience, the good days, the bad days. And then somebody was just like, yeah, the fries from the food truck were fucking terrible. (laughs) One star over it. I think a great podcast would be somebody just reading one-star reviews on things that are just not one-starable. Like Rocky Mountain National Park. I love reading those where it's just like, came here i thought the mountains were lousy it's like right yeah yeah why don't you bring that up the chain you know like rating nature uh, we're in trouble we will be reading some of your bad reviews at the end Uh, of the show so we're excited about that so you're gonna learn a lot about uh what what you're doing wrong here specifically yeah (laughs) don't worry in case you've been blinding yourself from it uh we'll we'll remind you uh but i remember reading i was going on uh, i was trying to find the phone number for Denver water at one point because we had like an outage in our neighborhood. And remember last year they started sending out Brita filters to like everybody in the city. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? No. Yeah. All right. Well then you're still drinking lead in your water apparently. So they started sending Brita filters out to everybody in Denver. They're like, Hey guys, no big deal, but there might be some lead in the tap water. So we're going to send you this Brita filter while we figure it out. Yeah. Right? So they figure it out? No, oh, fuck no. no. They send you a, a, <laughs> course, an attachment for your Brita filter that's apparently yeah, better for lead. It's like I feel like the, cons- the the garbage site next week had just piles and piles of water filters yeah. just stacked up because I don't think anybody used them. I, I mean, I've got mine. I'm still. I don't believe that it's actually getting any of the lead out of my water. But you know what? I like the taste of lead. That's the problem. Mm, yeah. I'd actually I'm more of a the... mercury guy myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, just a touch of arsenic is good. You know, too much of anything, not great. But just a smidge, just a little pepper. It's like got a Saison kind of characteristic to it. So you're from the Northeast? Yeah. Lots of lead things. Yeah. Lots of lead things. Yeah. Tons. Uh, oh, so anyway, where I was getting, what I was getting at was I'm going on uh, Google to find their phone number, and I see that Denver Water has, like, a one-star review like as a business basically and most of the reviews are about people not knowing how to use their brita filter yeah <laughs> that's all of the reviews it's just like they i don't understand how directions this on the brita filter yeah, yeah. sorry one bro, star i can't, I can't review water. brita on here so i'm gonna review the people that <laughs> <laughs> yeah boy yeah i feel like uh there's probably like some good like dia one-star reviews yeah like like the moving walkway was broken one star. It's like you're at the fucking airport. Like you can't do anything about it. What are you gonna fly into a different airport? You're gonna fly into Colorado Springs Airport? I don't think so. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Can you remember any like memorable reviews from other businesses that you that you that you can think of? Oh my god. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you read ours, I'm sure there's some really good ones. Yeah, there. there's a couple yeah. juicy bangers yeah. in yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. 
Is that a pun intended as well? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still think the Rocky Mountain National Park ones. I'm looking right now because they're just so funny. It's what like, would be better what? is if there was a review written from the perspective of the animals. They're like, <laughs> this park was great <laughs> until the people moved in. Yeah. And then we had a little bit of a reprieve at the beginning of last year. Right. And it was COVID. so nice. Thank the Lord for COVID. And then all of a sudden, yeah. Local we can go on the roads again. The title, Local Mountain Goat Furious. <laughs> 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 that people have returned to Rocky Mountain National Park. I used to read The Onion all the time. I don't know why I don't. What's funny to me yeah. about, uh, I mean, one of the things that's funny to me about Estes Park is that it's such an old little tourist town. They've clearly, they haven't updated anything in a long ass time. How are there five saltwater taffy places? In two square blocks of that place. Because that's all there is up there, man. But the Ice closest, cream, there's no salt water I in know. Estes Park. Mm. We're thousands of miles from the closest ocean. Well, yeah, but I mean, you can put salt in water. You could. You but that do. seems like kind it's of like, a. It's I, kosher I don't, taffy. Well, I guess I just assumed that the people in Jersey on the boardwalk were just scooping bucketfuls out of the ocean <laughs> and then yeah. dumping it into bubblegum. And that's how you make. Salt water taffy. Does anybody actually like it? Um, I, yes, people do. I yeah. I mean, I don't, it's I don't a know. When was the last time you heard somebody be like, "Oh, dude, I had this salt water taffy that was just awesome." The last time that I walked through Estes Park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's all five businesses were like, "We have the best salt water taffy. It'll change your life." Yeah, it was when people named uh, Greta and maybe what's an old man's name. Ooh, uh, What's a good old man name? Leonard. Leonard's a goodie. Drummond. Drummond. <laughs> Drummond. It was when Greta and Drummond were talking to their grandchildren in Estes Park and be like, no, you got to try the strawberry. It's the best. <laughs> There's a licorice flavor. Just buy Better candy has come out. It's, it's better not candy caramel. Now. Just try this. It's not caramel, These are their originals. It's caramel. <laughs> man, yeah. Can you Google review Google? In a way, I'm sure. Oh, boy. I don't. Is this getting too heady? Do you want to find out? Yeah. I doubt it. Yeah, right? they're, because they're when like, you go to Google and you search Google. I mean, can you Yelp Yelp? I don't think so. I don't know. Write reviews and add ratings of places, but not about Google specifically. Nope. The Google Store, probably. You could probably rate the Google Store. Yeah. <laughs> this is so great. You go to Rocky Mountain National Park and under reviews, <laughs> it has all elk, pass, and marmots. <laughs> so there are reviews tied to what are marmot reviews like? Specific oh. animals? Ooh, there are some good ones. Marmots rule. Marmots yeah. are fucking adorable. Somebody Lots of five star marmot reviews. Somebody leaves a marmot review and they're like, this jacket's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the insulation's dog shit. It does have a sheepskin My liner. Marmot had so. COVID. <laughs> Comes with that custom sheepskin yeah. liner. <laughs> Read a marmot review. Hold on. Okay, hold on. I could never, like, anybody that gives a four star marmot review fucking sucks. Fuck oh them. my god, look at the length of this. Yes, that is a novel. Who, yeah, Ernest Hemingway wrote this review about marmots. For marmots, look at the rocky patches near parking spots. <laughs> Great. So I mean, don't, even look, tip. don't even look in the park. Solid advice. Here, if you want to enjoy nature, there are just marmots around the park. Good call. Awesome. Good call. Thanks, you mean they don't, con- they don't congregate in one spot? <laughs> like, they segregated Rocky Mountain National Park. There was like, well, the marmots hang out over here in Marmot Town. We got elk and then over there's, here. There's a nice elk restaurant right up the street here, but you can't cross the road because then there's gang violence. <laughs> I'd put my money on the elk. I don't know, man. A whole pack of marmots seemed like you could take down mm, an elk. I don't think so. I think they're smarter. One star. So that was the review. 
Yeah, that's it. Mark that was, Metzger, that was, that the they're around to the park. Yeah, they're around the parking <laughs> spots. I was yelling at this Mormon. You need a reservation day. to enter the park, one star. Great way to ruin a vacation and force people into the crammed town center where they're two feet apart instead of hiking with nobody else around. You didn't plan yes. how, how do people f- not expect yeah. everything to be fucked right now? Well, yeah. was that, I mean, was there, I assume that reviews during COVID, but yeah. maybe yeah. not. It no, could have been older. I, we got to find one. I don't think they did reservations like previously. It's a national park. Uh, I mean, I'll bet they, I, yeah, they, they do fill up though. So I'd like to reserve nature, please. I'd like to reserve <laughs> one nature. Can I have all of this nature for me, please? This, yeah. I'd like to rent this nature for a week. Yeah. I mean, I had friends that used to work at Yellowstone and places like that, and they would say, so what, you know, shit like, so what time do you turn the geysers on? <laughs> or like, what time, <laughs> what time do you usually let the buffalo out, you know? Oh, my Boy. God. Like, it's the, like, it's like, like a Disney amusement. <laughs> <laughs> Just sinking up Usher to the fucking fountain. Although we do have an overpopulated Subaru Outbacks and Huffers for miles. What's overpriced to Subaru? I agree. (laughs) Japanese piece of junk. All these fucking Huffers over here. What's a Huffer? I don't know. Well, there was people sniffing glue all over. Sniffing glue everywhere. Marmots everywhere. People huffing paint. (laughs) People fucking just. Gold problem. paint all over their face, like yeah. they're in. Sounds uh, like an upstate New York lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody's got their bag of paint and a water bottle full of lead. <laughs> Time to go to school. Uh, oh right. yeah. Well, you want to uh, tell us a joke? Uh, well, here's right. the way it works. You tell the joke after you do yeah. the chug. Time to chug. Okay. It's a one-two punch. So with the chug, you got to tell us what it is. I need a prop though. Can I go get a prop? Yeah, I you forgot can go get a prop. Yeah. That's all right. Are you gonna be able to edit it out, or are you just gonna sit here? No, you're just. We're just gonna sit and talk. Yeah, we're just. No, we're gonna sit in silence, and we're gonna keep it in the podcast. Yeah, we're gonna stew. For two minutes. We're just gonna stew here yeah. the entire time. And I feel like this is one of the Irish goodbyes. Yeah, <laughs> shit. This like, is actually. We just let him. We let him go. We won't see him again. Yeah, he he's played that all too well. Yeah, he's he's, just, he told us he was gonna do it. I gotta go get a prop, and he's just it's a perfect it's, distraction. It's his car ride home. Which, by the way, I'm uh, excited to see that he's taking the carrot top approach to telling jokes because we're. Not used to that. Yeah, yeah. No, this is their first prop comic on the show. Sure, and I mean for good reason. And hopefully the last. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, oh, here we go. Is it a ukulele? No. Oh. It's that's not. a pretty traditional. Any joke? You guys must have heard this joke. Well, we gotta we gotta do the chug first. We have yeah. rules here. Yeah, sir. This is not. Although I'm really intrigued yeah. by like what's gonna. He's just gonna start throwing coins at us. So you got the prop. I got the prop. Oh, okay. I missed that part. Yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah, that's because you were in here. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> All right, well, as soon as, as soon as the beer hits your lips, Steve will start the timer. Uh, probably what is the record? The record is, over all time, is 3.63 seconds. 3.63 However, with, seconds. with uh, it being an 8%, it came out to 0.63 because we gave him three seconds off for doing an 8%er. So pretty quick. Yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> Mind blown. We have well, what's the top 10? So what does he got to get to crack into the top 10? Uh, let me check that. Top ten, uh, two point five seconds. It's pretty, pretty quick. That's quick. Yeah, yeah. I have faith in you. Yeah, it's not you just said, for fun. You said you've been in the beer industry and went to college. I I so it's yeah, he bragged. He flexed on us pretty hard. Yeah. He's like, I've been working in the beer industry a long time, and I went to college. <laughs> I went to state school. <laughs> Get off my dick. <laughs> All right, whenever you're ready. Ready? What oh, are you yeah. drinking? Drinking the ballroom beer. Drinking the ballroom beer? Lager. 
It's just lager. just a lager. Yeah. More of a lager man myself. Lager. I like a good ale. Good lager. Good like I like a good lager and ale. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, he's on the move. A very bulbous glass, if I might say. I mean, pretty Big good. Big orb at the pretty top. Pretty good time. He's got a good, yeah. Uh, a little bit of, a little bit a little of, spillage, of spillage, but I respect it. He's got that nice sheep-lined jacket to keep him yeah. warm, even if it's a little wet. We all brought protection. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody fucked that jacket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I all always right. say. <laughs> Hey, if you love this show and you love craft beer, you should support our sponsors like Epic Brewing Company. They distribute to a bunch of different states, but they also have tap rooms in Denver, Colorado and in Salt Lake City, Utah. And these guys really do it all Uh, from their Paca series, which they do hard seltzers and they do a hard coconut water for when you want to stay slim, but still get a buzz on. Sounds like a great idea. Sounds like breaking even to me. But then they do a variety of sours, IPAs. They do this awesome lager called Los Locos, which is a Mexican lager with sea salt and lime. And then there's their Big Bad Baptist series, which comes in a variety of variants, including chocolate peanut butter. There's a traditional one, pecan pie, chocolate raspberry. They're super delicious. Just the right amount of alcohol to get your liquid sweater on. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of the show. (laughs) How do you feel? Pretty good? Great. Yeah. Better. Tell us, uh, actually, before we do the joke, can you just tell us a little bit about the beer? Yeah. So, um, like I was saying earlier, we do a lot of kind of pop culture references or basically just poke the bear whenever we can. Yeah, good. In this case, we were uh, trying to do a, you know, replica banquet. And oh, so nice. we called it Coors the Ballroom Beer and spelled it K-H-O-R-E-S. And Coors is right down the street. They let us get away with it for about a year. <laughs> and then uh, we put it on a label and started putting it on cans. They weren't really... They weren't thrilled about that. Yeah, so, uh, they were super cool, though. They did come down. We had beers all night with them. And uh, they were like, yeah, so don't do that anymore. It's like the mob <laughs> yeah. coming down to like tell you, yeah. that, like, hey, yeah. that's cute and all. But if yeah. you keep that's, this up, yeah. I'm going to shoot you in the face. Yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's still bad. Like, they they could have just been like, fucking stop, or we're going to make you stop, and just been dicks about it. Oh, yeah. That's cool that they weren't. By no, yeah, accounts, they were I've super heard... cool. And then we were like, can we just keep the ballroom portion? I mean, they were like, yeah, sure. Uh, by all accounts, I've heard the course people are, like, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For and sure. I, I feel like with ABI, uh, just any Anheuser-Busch, like, you don't get that same vibe from people that are at the top. But from all accounts, I just, I don't know, and I really don't know much about, like, Miller folk, but course seems to be pretty chill with yeah. most people in Colorado. It's, I mean, I feel like the, even the big guys are usually pretty chill. I was talking, I was hanging out with uh, Morgan from Flyco the other day, and he was telling us a story about before they were called Flyco, they were a different name, and there was a brewery in uh, Kansas. Oh, yeah, they got sued, right? They got, or they got a, they got a cease and desist. Or whatever, what was yeah. the name? Uh, I'm not going to say it, just because uh, wow. I don't, wow. it's not my story to tell, really, but I'm telling it yeah, with that detail. Yeah, you're telling it right now. I'm telling it with that detail out. <laughs> But the brewery, the brewery who sent them, like, they were like, hey, we want to do this so, like, we're enough of a different brand that people won't mistake us for each other. And they basically were like, fuck you guys, change your name, this is bullshit. And recently, the, the uh, Kansas brewery went out of business. Then what do you and, care? And Flight, because it's not my story to tell. But Flightco might be buying some of their equipment. still excuse, so you're still telling it. Yeah. I still told it. <laughs> Anybody that wants to do the research can. Okay. But. Is it, what it, was it aviation themed? Yes. Okay. So. Was it a specific plane? No. No. Yeah. Was the word flight in it? I, you got 16 questions left, all right? <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can crack this code. 
Oh, all right. So before we move on too far, I do want to get back to talking about the beer a little bit. Yeah. Um, what's uh, what's your joke? What do you got? All right. Is that Very a be- visual. Is there a beached whale in the back of this brew? <laughs> it just yeah. went off. Ooh. Yes, uh, they're purging crawlers. It's our new film. fooder. <laughs> you smell anything? You should. It's a scent. You taste anything? You should. There's a pear. You see any cars? You should. There's three Lincolns. You see a snake? There's four copperheads. You see a pussy? Not for five cents again. Nice. Uh, da, 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 da. That's pretty good. That's like yeah. My favorite old school that's joke. A good yeah, one. That's, that's an old one for that's sure. That's like, uh, it doesn't one. work the same if you just have a nickel. <laughs> you can't just. I don't know. Back uh, in the 1920s, you could have totally seen a pussy for five cents. Okay. Well, I didn't adjust it for inflation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this joke is not up with, <laughs> <laughs> this is not up with the time. Well, actually, it Put is up with the time. next to it, yeah. all right? Yeah. Man, this killed in the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't laugh. Check the asterisk. Oh, Killed back in the day. Yeah. Oh, that's good. The lager is great. Yeah, it's absolutely Thanks, fantastic. Yeah. Coors, yeah. Is, like, Coors is one of my favorite like cheap beers. Like, so that's funny because I think within the brewing industry, most brewers or craft brewers would agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, because their stuff's I mean, corn based, right? Is no. it corn based or is it yeah, rice? Yeah, it's hundred percent. In fact, it's called Moravian Malt. It's proprietary. Malt. Oh, I guess. I so when they were we corn-based. tried to uh, copy it, we tried to get even that malt. Um, but they wouldn't let us. Buy it. Like, <laughs> yeah. As it turns out, did you ask them when they came down here well, to shut it down? Well, they sell it to distilleries, like... so we wanted to see if we could then, like, you know, go to a distillery and be like, "Will you buy it for us?" Um, but then, you know, you're like, yeah, oh, you're just like, oh, right, we are running a business. We can't just fuck." You're like hiding yeah, yeah, yeah. behind their copper kettle, just be like, like that, we get the meme rubbing your hands. <laughs> get that mall. <laughs> Like it's a drug deal going down. You're hiding in the bushes. <laughs> so they use a proprietary malt that, I mean, because most are, a lot, a lot of lighter lagers tend to be rice or corn-based. Uh, I know, like, Budweiser is rice-based, and uh, I'm pretty sure Miller might be a corn-based. But that's really neat that they actually do their own proprietary. So what is it that you're trying so, to, like, what did you guys do for this that would mimic that flavor? If you could Honestly, not that malt? much, really. The, the... The proprietary malt, and they have a proprietary yeast that actually has a little bit of hef yeast in it. So I don't know if you get a little geeky on it. Isoamyl acetate is in every ballroom. That's the banana flavor. And so a lot of people don't even realize that when they're drinking it. But next time you go open a banquet, go ahead and fill one of those, throw one of those in a glass and smell it carefully, you'll smell banana. And in fact, they label their tanks BB, like BB1, BB2. And that's because it's banana bomb one, banana bomb two. I hope they have at least and eight tanks. That's what I call it. <laughs> baby. That's, uh, that's what I call the girls I'm talking to on Hinge. BB1, BB2, BB3. They have to so, talk to you, I thought. <laughs> they do, but that, no, not on Hinge. Hinge, you have to ask, you just ask each other questions. Oh. Basically. Basically, mm. and then uh, then you then you hang out, you go on dates. I don't cool. know. Yeah. yeah, super cool, right? Yeah. So what was what was your? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, gonna right? change this. Let's, let's talk about a hinge and bubble a little bit more. I don't know how that's. Going. <laughs> yeah, says the g- three people that aren't on it. It's <laughs> just like yeah, yeah let's right. talk, let's talk about it. Um, so what was your go-to kind of like cheap beer growing up? Was it Coors? No. Ganset. No. Ganset was <laughs> a Ganset man. No. Wasn't it, isn't it like one no, of the oldest they, breweries out there, though? And then yeah, they, like, they the went brand went away? And then yeah. Nantucket Nectars, those guys, uh, yeah. you know, raised a bunch of money, bought the brand, and then reopened it. Uh, it was Sea Light. Yeah. Coors Light's everywhere on the East Coast. That's what we drank for everything. Yeah. You know? I, I developed a taste for Utica Club at one point. Oh, that started, yeah. That made a bit of a resurgence. But that's more of an upstate thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
didn't make. There wasn't really a Vermont. Like, what about Jenny? Longer, right? Genesee? Yeah. Him. No, I'm he a big fan. Him. I like Jenny. It's Yingling. I fucking hate. Are you trying to look? Oh, cool? that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Yingling's yeah. trash. Yeah. yeah, everyone loves Yingling. Yeah. You know it's coming out here. It's now. the original hype beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is because the way people talk about it. Like, Boy, that'd be awesome, Yingling, the original hype beer. Oh god, that'd be marketing. Every cool. single part of what they do is like kind of a troll on craft, you know? Because yeah. when they had so, to up the so a couple of years ago they had to the, the Brewers Association raised the limit on how many CEs or volume you could produce, barrels you could produce, uh, to still be considered a craft beer, right? Because they wanted to keep Sam Adams, like, in that category. So eventually, they kept the ceiling, the ceiling kept going so high that eventually Yingling qualified as a craft craft brewery. Yeah, so then now they're the number one largest craft brewery in the country, number one. And then number two, yeah, they were the original hype beer. So biggest craft brewery (laughs) in the country and original hype. So it's Sam Adams, Sam Adams number two. Sam Adams number two, but they, I think a lot of their volume also incorporates truly, twisted tea, and, truly yeah. angry orchard, smacking people in the right. face. I'm pretty sure it's all, yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh huh. That's such a great video. It's I can, great guerrilla marketing. It's so basically, where does White Claw fall? White Claw is. I mean, not, I, yeah, but in terms of like, volume, but I'm just total, curious. Like, now, largest like, craft brewers, are they craft? yeah, because technically, right? They like, are in my book. They can come to my party. <laughs> I'm just wondering, because the seltzer thing has just changed everything. Because we can all brew seltzer, right? So yeah. they could argue, why can't we be involved in all those numbers? Hey, come well? on, guys. Hey, I guys, be, hey, don't come leave on. us out. Come on, seriously. Well, so you guys, do you guys always have we a seltzer? We our money in yachts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, guys, you guys started doing a seltzer, right? Yeah, we've got a few. So oh, you've got a few? Yeah, we got three of them, and we just <laughs> This is just going to turn into a seltzer now. Yeah. Just like I mean, it, a whole it, tap takeover of water, yeah, <laughs> like of sparkling. Well, water. so for us, the thing was like, all right, if we're gonna do it, how can we do it, you know, in the way that we feel like it represents craft beer the best? So we use 100% all real fruit. Uh-huh. So there's no extract or anything, but that also, in some cases, defeats the purpose of what people are going for when they want a hard seltzer, right? They want like no calories, no sugar, no nothing, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And we're trying to have it represent beer as closely as possible so like we're using organic sorghum syrup and you know trying not to just make you know straight up corn sugar water and then yeah carbonate it and did um, you fight that for a minute to like before you actually made a seltzer uh, we drag our we drag our feet on everything yeah Yeah. (laughs) we're stubborn (laughs) as hell oh yeah oh yeah you guys got a glitter beer coming out in a couple (laughs) couple months yeah did you ever do that like the haze thing took us a long time to start doing you know i think uh you know, our, our model is always just like, let's brew whatever we want. And, um, and then, I, you know, we've been in the industry between the three of us who originally opened the brewery. Um, you know, we just were traditionalists for whatever reason, and which isn't necessarily great for business. So, <laughs> yeah, just being um, stubborn old men. Yeah, basically. Not, ideally not great. Basically, for your business, that's, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and called Arms Brewing Company, stubborn old men. You know, yeah. I mean, that, that was uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, we were stubborn for a long time. And so, you know, slowly we've opened up. And I think that this the seltzer was, like, that point where we were like, all right, how, how do we find, like, a balance between, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. all right, like, let's stop being, you know, anti-everything, yeah. uh, anti-change, and just try <laughs> to find, like, hey, can we just do this better? You know, yeah. if we're going to do it, let's do it, try and do it better. So what are, your, what are your favorite and least favorite beer styles? Oh, man. So I'm I'm big on I love sour beers. I've yeah. always loved anything sour, barrel aged, and wild. Those are just 
to me is so interesting. It's like, it's the heart of what beer really is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really where it all started, right? I mean, it was just wild yeast fermenting. And Steve used he, to hate sours, then we started doing this podcast, and he's definitely, mm-hmm. I feel like you've come around quite a bit. I mean, well, the, I mean, the, I've always liked sours, but I've had some really bad sours. Where well, it's that's like, the thing. It's like, if you're just going for sourness, and that's literally it, like, I've had those beers, and I'm like, this sucks. Like, this isn't. But I think that's why I like them so much, because they're really hard to nail. Yeah. You know? yeah, I mean, yeah, you're yeah. at the mercy of whatever the pitch is doing. So um, if you're throwing in, you may not even be throwing in anything. It may just be like, you know, we're talking about wild culture here, and then it's going to ferment how it wants to ferment, and you end up right. dumping a lot of beer. But like, I've got barrels in here. If you guys want to try, I guarantee you'll hate. Yeah, um, you know? like, this is trash. <laughs> um, Do you just keep some of those around? You're like, all right, we got to keep a couple beers around just to piss people off. Well, just no, to, like, but it is fun. To, it's actually great sensory to train staff on. So yeah. um, stuff they're like, hey, this is not what this we is want. exactly like this is what this off flavor tastes like. Yeah, um, sure. We do yeah. sensory training with staff quarter of well, not anymore. We you just got a whole barrel of but, butterscotch and be like, all right, this is diazzle. Oh, yeah. Diazzle is <laughs> the easiest one. To, but yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's what's so cool about barrel beer is that you're just like all those beers sitting in all these barrels here. We're just at the mercy of whatever's happening in there. Right. And that's why they're expensive. They take time and lots of times they don't work out, you know. But yeah. when they do, it's just, I don't know, it's this amazing blend of science and nature that makes this really cool beer, you know. Yeah. So do you guys flavors, do any so. like wild cultures here or is it mostly just like kettle sours? No. No, we do almost all wild cultures. We have a house culture at this point that's taken a lot of years of just kind of blending all these different projects that we've had that we've liked the most and we'll pull little pieces of all these projects. Yeah. Now we've got a house blend that we prop up over. Okay, over fun. So, um, we haven't done a kettle sour in a while. We, we Even the ones that will sour outside of oak, we still will sour in the fermenter and not sour um, uh, in the kettle. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't know fair. how geeky you want to get into it. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's okay. Yeah. That's what, I think we reached the geeky <laughs> yeah, threshold. Yeah, yeah. I saw somebody post on Reddit the other day about, like, a pastry sour that they were drinking. Yeah. And they were like, oh, this is a sour drinker's delight. And I'm like, you fucking asshole. Like, how <laughs> dare how dare you <laughs> say that? You well, might as well slap Cantillon in the face. Yeah, I mean, all at this point, all the lines have been blurred, right? You know? Yeah, I mean, well, it's just... I, I mean, hate, I could just dump lactic acid into a beer please. and make it sour. If you have a side of that, I'll, it'll, I'll, if you could pour it into the I'm not, gin. Yeah. <laughs> you want to yeah. make Gin Arena sour? Yeah, just make it a sour IPA. I can do it. Well, let's do it. That's all we're doing. Yeah. Just give it a little splash. <laughs> you can just um, add whatever off flavor you want to. to like. I mean, yeah. Good. All right, here's, a, here's your serving tracer. We've got a little isopamyl acetate. We've got some acetaldehyde. <laughs> oh, God, acetaldehyde, yeah. Um, but it's just the you know the it's, whole this whole the category but, that's so based in tradition and doing things like uh, abstractly is then in a way kind of been hijacked by pastry chefs, right? Like people that are just like they want to th- put flour into it, quick sour it, so it's more tart than like real sour. Um, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, yeah the lines again have just been blurred across everything. <laughs> it's hard to even define what really beer is anymore, you know, and it's 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 so wide open. But DDH um, orange juice, baby, yeah. that's what people want. <laughs> <laughs> that's what people uh, want. Shit. They want strawberry shortcake in a fucking can. They basically want four loco and they want dr- double dry hopped orange juice, which yeah. Blue Moon just won a gold medal for at GABF. So uh, yeah, it's. I think people would just like to get lit up. 
Yeah. You know, I think we all just Hell gotta, yeah. We just gotta own it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> this is just my flavor of alcohol. Yeah. This is what yeah, I This is what I like. Yeah, all yeah. Right. If I just could drink straight alcohol, then I would. But you know, I like a little lime in there. I so, like blueberry. I mean, so have you do you know Fobab in Chicago? It's festival barrel aged beers and like uh, no. I went I went out there last year or at this point two years ago. And, uh, and everything is barrel-aged. Yeah, and it was fascinating because there's some stuff in there. The like children, a, the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even that barrel man yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Barrel man was hanging out. <laughs> He's actually the mascot. Yeah. This is one big big corporate gig he does every day. I wish the Broncos would just go ahead and make him the mascot already. Shit. They haven't? No. I feel like... No, he, they've got the fucking horse. Well, yeah, but I mean, sometimes there's honorary mascot. Mascots because there I mean, was that was, they, obnoxious Jets fan, which is essentially every Jets fan. That was the, the fireman, fireman Ed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 no, he, they did like they. I think he turned out to be a racist, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you guys, you can't, yeah, see, <laughs> you can't leave." Barrowman died before they found out he was racist. So yeah, but they did like, is, like a, statue like a good American. Yeah, <laughs> I think you can say that about a lot of things these days. And then they found out he was <laughs> yeah. racist. And then so. yeah, it turns they out. Died, yeah. And then finds turns out. out. Turns out. Yeah. He, they had he had all of his Nazi memorabilia in his in his living room. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, he went to this barrel festival. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so, it was a weird dichotomy because it's like they they would split up the rooms into like wild beers, sour beers, and then you know basically other barrel aged beers. And then there, in that room were all like these pastry stouts and everything. And then you'd have like you know Cantillon style beers in another room. So yeah, it's just gotten completely blurred from people putting like ho-hos and beer all the way to just you know still making that traditional kind of wild sour things that festival was really interesting to see uh what people are doing Uh, and there were some pastry stats there that were pretty good i mean it's like diabetic shock though you know i mean i have like a sip and i'm pretty good for the day yeah yeah so um but i've had good ones you know it's like every program that health organizations have been trying to implement into schools for the past (laughs) 10 years is just like we did it it's starting to finally go down and then the brewing industry was just like hold on a second Uh, wait hold my beer 21 hold my beer Yeah, literally, I figured. Food like, pyramid is literally just fucking sugar and nothing yeah, else. Yeah, give me a Big Mac and a pastry it's, stout. Call it a Sunday, man. Yeah, <laughs> food pyramid is sour stouts, ales, and it's, uh, that's really it. It's, yeah, this is literally what diabetes tastes like. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys started making, it started adjusting a little bit, making newer styles, things that just kind of people wanted wanted and that what they were looking for like seltzers but you said you were kind of late to the game doing hazies can you tell us a little bit about the beer that we're drinking right now i, I love the label it's super funny and i like the colors on it too like um, i just think it's really well done so can you just tell us a little bit more about the sure yeah on? just a session ipa um just a session just IPA. A se- yeah i'm not reinventing the late wheel to the here. party with that one too just released a session ipa no no i mean it's been around i mean i know i know just kidding <laughs> See, I'm getting all sensitive. See what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't worry. You can write a Yelp review about Corey yeah. after the show. Yeah, you, oh, yes. Can we yeah, start please, a Yelp page please for you just so that we can review it? Just do the podcast. Just review the podcast. Oh, like okay. One star. Guy was such a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Heard he was feelings. mean about things I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's so. That's the truth. That hurts Collect yourself. Session IPA. English Ale East, and then tons of strata hops, and um, some El Dorado, and it's all late additions in the kettle, and then heavy on the dry hop. 
makes for good stone fruit, nice pineapple character, and super drinkable. Yeah, so it's tasty. It, it, uh, you know, for people who were so stubborn about changing uh, to this kind of style, ballroom always was the keep the lights on beer, and then it turned into this, of course. So, right. um, yeah, so this has been really good, and people love it. And, uh, I love the label, too. Like, it's, nice, I think it's Yeah, cool. I mean, who designed that? Uh, Andy Capel, he's our designer. So, uh, actually, I guess I should have brought out a bunch of the labels. You want to see some good ones? Hold on. We can always take pictures of them after two. Uh, yeah. Or not. Well, I guess we're going to talk about labels. <laughs> yeah. I guess we're going to talk about art. My but, favorite labels are like Goth, well, Emo, uh, yeah, yeah. Valley Girl is a good label. Yeah, I like Death Row. Death Row, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Saddle Creek is well, a good one. Well, one thing that is really neat about the beer industry, craft in particular, is that it does... Not only can you consider beer itself a bit of an art form, but the amount of work and effort that goes into designing some of these labels yeah. is really cool and I think gives a lot of people like unique identity and it also provides the local artists a lot of times with, yeah. uh, uh, with basically... Wow, it just gave me an empty four-pack. This is... Uh, thanks for all the Christmas presents you thought about giving me, Dad. <laughs> this is great. Is that John Candy on there? Nice. Yeah. More cool. like Borophil. Nice. Yeah. What's your favorite ad? Is this your favorite Adam Sandler movie? You think? <laughs> I just fucking picked this up expecting it to be heavy. Yeah. Just, no, Steve, you're. I knew the other really one was empty. Yeah, I should just. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. More like Borophil. <laughs> <laughs> Great Billy Madison reference. Yeah, Do you think that's, yeah, that's the go-to? I think so. Yeah. And then Laclaw suit is a good one. That's the hard sell. Laclaw suit. So is we're definitely poking solid. a lot of bears there. You know. And you guys, so you have Roy White Claw lawsuit. All the words are in there. Outside of the course thing, how many cease and desist orders have you yeah, guys? Yeah, seems gotten? like that's what you're going. With. Yeah, that's what like, call to well, arms so is here, about. Are you actually here, a lawyer and you're just like, I need yeah, to ramp right. up my app, yeah. my portfolio? Definitely not that smart. Um, we we just kind of I don't know. I, I guess it's it's mostly just about having fun. I have no interest. I have no interest in actually uh, trying to get like lawsuits and using them as like promotional. Like we got sued for our yeah, that's a thing. thing. You know, and people use that. This is like whatever. We're on a small scale. If it, you know, gives people a laugh. Food poisoning. Come on down. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the middle of a class action right now. This is good for business. I think it just it started with just the names, and uh, then with COVID. All of a sudden, we started canning, so uh, it gave us a canvas, and so we've kind of run with it and had a good time with it. So you guys and weren't canning at all before COVID? No. Were you bottling? Yeah, but only just like select barrel beer projects. Okay, and, yeah, yeah. Um, but this, you know, it gave us a canvas, and Andy's been a regular for a long time, and uh, he's done obviously an amazing job. Yeah. Good art. And, uh, you do know. you guys do the like the uh, the mobile canning, the yeah. truck? Yep. Nice. Okay, they kind of cool. roll everything in here. Got our can set up for Thursday here already, so yeah, it's really like such a crazy thing to watch happen, like the uh, the technicality and yeah. I got to give a shout out to Craft Canning. Those those, those yeah. guys have been What's incredible. Craft Canning, they've yeah. been unbelievable. I mean, when the Ugh. big reason we never wanted to can here was just because it's so difficult. You know, yeah. I mean, do it really space, well. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. Well, it's These difficult, guys but also sh- like you guys are seems like you're confined by space, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. And you know the. It's just they. It's difficult to do well anyway, and they throw it in a truck and move it all over yeah. the place and still do it well. And they yeah. have all the data. To, and I'm a little disappointed up, you so. didn't shotgun your beer for the chug. These are new additions to your lineup. 
I know, but well, this is the only one. Do you want a shotgun one? There's still time. time. I don't (laughs) know how long this goes on for. (laughs) An indefinite amount of time, really. It's like baseball. It's as long as we want it to go. Yeah, the uh, the Crooked Stave episode went about twice as long as we normally do, but I think we all realized at the end of it, we're like, we're all too fucking drunk to keep talking anymore. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's really just when we can't handle ourselves. Racial slurs started flying. We had to go. I have nowhere to be. Yeah. (laughs) I have nowhere to be. This is literally the only thing I had planned. Literally. I don't like to admit it, but... But what's the... So, I I know you mentioned using Strata in this. That seems like it's been a... It's not a new hop, but a hop that... It's newer, for sure. This year, this past year in particular, like, tons of people started using Strata. Absolutely, yeah. So, did you always make it with that? No. Well, yeah. But this... So, we started making this beer, I guess, uh, what, a little year and a half ago, probably. And uh, that this was our first experimental beer with that hop, and yeah. just loved it and stuck with it. Because you did a collab with uh, New Image, right? Mm-hmm. Like a Strata that with that was it? Um, so that was or was it a Isolate or something? No, 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 that was this beer, just a fresh hop Strata version. Oh, of that. And that was really? It. Okay, yeah, that was it. Okay. Yep. So, um, and yeah, that beer was fantastic. So, uh, yeah, we've just kind of stuck with it. We, we're heavy on contracts with Strata, so hopefully people still <laughs> so like hopefully it. hopefully people still like it. <laughs> Signing contracts, like down payment on homes, and you're like, ah, please. Yeah, but, you're kind of um, gambling a little bit on every what, kind, hops, yeah. what hops are going to be in vogue. Is Mosaic, I can't, I'm not a big Mosaic fan. Mosaic, I am not either. It just doesn't work. It doesn't, uh, my palate does not like it. You know how sometimes you're just, you taste something different than what everybody totally. else tastes? For me, I can't get past. I know everybody says, "Oh, it tastes like blueberries," but for me, it's, it's super garlic. Like I get a ton of garlic. That's on all mosaic. I get. Yeah. So, what do you think of Nelson? I'm a little more open to it, just because it seems like it's got a little bit. It's got a touch more. Um, I feel like I get a touch more bitterness when I have a Nelson, but I just had one yesterday from Outer Range, and I wasn't getting. It's got a slight vegetal character to yeah. me for me, but not. It's not super citrus. It's not super pine either, right? It seems like it's got like more of an earthy quality. But yeah, it's, for it's, sure. For me, it's not as offensive. I get a little bit of that again that vegetal flavor. Like my wife says, burnt hair. Burnt hair. Every time she has an Nelson beer. Well, I haven't done that since I burnt my pubes off one time. Uh, so I don't even really know what that that smells like. And it's quicker than shaving. It was. See, yeah. you know, you've done it before. <laughs> Shit. I feel like everybody has to have at least tried it once, because you're like, this takes too yeah. long. Maybe I need a lighter and a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Don't come in here for a minute. <laughs> yeah. He wave. Just violently wave. Are you making Nelson beer again? No. I remember just talking pubes. to my brother, and he was just, I was just like, yeah, I, I, uh, my, my butt itches a little bit because I, I shaved my butt the other day. He's like, you shaved your crack? And I was just like, yeah. I trimmed it at least. I got a separate trimmer for it and everything. And he's like, I've never done that. I was like, are you, you've never trimmed your ass ever? It's got to be Dingleberry City back there. You're just letting that grow out? I think I just did it once. It was too painful. I gave yeah, up. it's actually my hair grows so slowly. That's all I've ever had to do. It's just, like, <laughs> it's just one at eighteen, and then it's carried me through to thirty-five. <laughs> Boy, I went to the camper? bathroom at the right time. What? Do, there's nothing to manscape. Oh yeah! Whoa! Yeah, you got, whoa this is a family damn, podcast. Totally hairless. <laughs> Fucking. You look like you just baby got a fresh. Smooth, what do you think I wear the protection wax? for, man? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a happy trail. It's a happy sidewalk. Yeah. You just got <laughs> well, good for you, sir. Yeah. That's a lot less maintenance. That's one less thing. Life's yeah. a lot easier that way. Life's complicated these days. So. Yeah. Yeah, I do a little bit of manscaping. And I, I shaved my chest at one point in time, and then a girl fucking dumped me because she was just like, I can't be with a guy. And the, 
The chess. Really chess. I mean, yeah. I know. I know that's like that was like a thing with people I knew in like college and shit, where it's like that some girls just aren't in it, especially at that age where it's like you're supposed to start being like a man, and it's like, oh, here you're shaving the one thing that like makes, makes your you chest. A man. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh man, whatever. Yeah, it's not your ability uh, to provide. It's the chest hair that was really a deal. <laughs> I mean, when all you're doing in college is just banging, like yeah, that's because that's that's yeah. it. Go to yeah. math, then bang. Go to math, then bang. Go to English, bang. But not if you're <laughs> not if you're skipping hall. English Bang. class to fucking shave your chest. Oh, you went yeah. to college. You yeah, told I, us. I, to I you. told you. Yeah, yeah. you told yeah. us. <laughs> fuck them up. Fuck them up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To school in that place. Yeah, I shave. I, I don't have a lot of chest hair anyway. Why do you of. manscape though? Uh, like, I guess for like the chest, I don't have any chest the, hair. So for the twig and berries, it's mostly just a free, it's a presentation thing for me. Oh yeah, like this just kinda, makes you feel better. About it just yourself, looks a little. But I'm yeah. asking about here. Oh, I don't. That, oh. There, I, I, I mean, I don't. You did it that one time. Did she that broke one, up, and you were I like, that one like, time. I didn't have. I didn't have uh, a lot to begin with. Number one, and then number two, I was hair uh, or dick. What's that? <laughs> 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 Self-esteem, really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very, very insecure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was working out, like, I was weightlifting a lot more than two. Like, a lot more, <laughs> a lot more bench press <laughs> than what I'm doing now, instead of the 16-ounce curls. So uh, you were shaving and weightlifting. Yeah, so I'm just like, how are we going to make these... And then you're like, I'm going to yourself out in the gym. Yeah, that's trim, baby. How are we going to make these titties pop? I'm going to shave this stuff off. It's getting in the way. I mean... It's getting in the way of the swell. <laughs> I've never been, like, a dude to, like, shave my work. chest or anything, but then I see, like, some dudes... Where it's like just fucking, they're the hairiest dudes. Like you can see it coming up, like the back of their shirt. You can just like, so bad. I don't know. Back hair is like also a thing where it's like, if I would like had a hairy back, I'd probably get it fucking sh- shaved or waxed or something. Yeah. But yeah, it's hard to do on your own. You yeah. Have to oh yeah. A yeah. Back scratcher. Yeah. And and I've, like a I've applied my own sunscreen enough <laughs> As to it know, turns out. dude. And even still, what? you'd only be able to get like halfway. To- <laughs> So it's just, just like the patches. Half of your back yeah. is just like a woolly mammoth. Lots <laughs> of fucking like cuts. <laughs> just bleeding and shit. You wake up in the morning and your sheets have weird spots. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you just cut yourself. Because <laughs> I did that a couple times when I was in high school. You shave your pubes like the wrong way. And you just, it's not, it's not pretty. It gets a little bumpy, a little itchy. Little is a really nice way of putting it. It's not herpes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris is on fire. Just yet. You want to know the perfect gift for the man or womanscaper in your life? No, it's not It's not Manscaped. Uh, this show isn't popular enough to be sponsored by those guys. But we do have some other really cool sponsors, like New Image Brewing Company based in Arvada, Colorado. Perfect for the manscaper in your life. If you need a cold beer after trimming your bush, wondering why you went too far one way and maybe too low the other, you can pick up some of their beers to either celebrate your achievement or... Maybe make yourself feel better about what you've just done. They have a bunch of cool stuff that just came out, like a collaboration with Cerebral called And You Start, a little bit of a play on a Arrested Development reference, which is a stout with coffee and heavy cream. Super cool. Uh, They have a bunch of other new releases, like their Neopolitical Interests, which is another barrel-aged stout with strawberry, vanilla, cacao, and heavy cream. Uh, They do amazing IPAs, sours. Uh, You can either pick up their beer at different locations around Colorado. Uh, You can pick it up at their brewery in Arvada, and they actually just started shipping to a bunch of different states as well. So go to their website, check out and see if they ship to one of the states that you live in, um, order some of their beers, it's fantastic, uh, and then go and shave 
that bush and enjoy a new image brewing beer today. So speaking oh. of, uh, actually, <laughs> speaking, speaking of, of herpes, herpes and herpes, uh, things you can get when you do a collab with another brewery. Do you check for STDs before you do a collab with most of your partners? I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> it's an important It's a pretty straightforward question, isn't it? Does everybody get tested for gonorrhea before you do a collab? Yes. Okay, yes, great. absolutely. We always talk about it. We have doctors we've all used. Because that's what happens yeah. when you do a collab. Too much yeast. Uh... No. That's what happens when you do a collab. You wait for the beer to get going, and while it's boiling, you just You just go bang, yeah. Bang it out. and got an hour and ten minutes to kill, yeah. Then two minutes later, you're like, we got an hour and eight minutes. I mean, if we're being honest, collab beers are mostly like the assistant brewers doing all the work and everybody else getting together and drinking too much. You guys just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how often do you guys... I mean, we do all the work of writing emails and coming up with the recipe, so... Yeah, you know, I mean, that's we already work. put a lot of time in. Yeah. But I find that most... Uh, do you say collab or collab? Collab. Collab. I, just, I hear people out here say collab sometimes, yeah. and I'm My just buddy like, Mitch says that. What are you fucking talking about? I don't know. It's not a word. Collab. Collab. Is it... Yeah, well, collab. say the full word. I say it collab. What's the full word? Yeah, yeah some people say collab. Well, I, yeah, we've been over this, because I, I used to work at a place called Collab. That was the name of the, it was a retail store. It was like a streetwear store Yeah. that went out of business because my manager tried to fight some old man one time. You worked at a streetwear, like a FUBU streetwear store or like Rockwell? Uh, not, I mean, not like food, like LRG, uh, Crooks and Castles. I mean, essentially, yeah. yeah like yeah. fancier streetwear. Yeah, nice there, stuff. there was a lot of shoe consignment going on. I wish that was your style now. I think that would actually benefit you. I think you'd look pretty great in an Echo. Oh, dude, yeah. Some baggy Yeah, give me in a fucking Jinkos, dude. <laughs> That's totally different. I had, to, I had like five pairs of Jinkos. Really? Yeah, were you ever a really? Jinko guy? No. I mean, Huge I, fucking... Were you a skater? I ex- yeah. It does explain a lot about you. I finally feel like I understand where you're coming from now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> put on some Slipknot. Get on that like oh, yeah, big dude. stainless steel ball necklace. And Shave your jeans. asshole, put on Slipknot, and wear some Jankos. You're yeah. good to go. You got to put yeah. makeup on your ass, too. <laughs> yeah. Be a fucking man, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, shit! How often do you actually do collabs? Uh, as often as we can. Oh, I mean, really? yeah. Do you guys? Do you like doing them? Yeah, for sure. Okay. For I've all found, the reasons that I previously yeah, stated. Yeah, it's mostly a good time. <laughs> but, it's mostly a good time. All right. So I've found that about ninety percent of my experience with collab beers are not good. Really? Yeah. It's that most breweries do whatever individually better than when they come together and they're like, "Let's give this a shot." Like, if I have a beer from two breweries that I really respect, more often than not, I would rather just get something that they do really well and have dialed in. Especially because if it's a limited release and it's a four-pack or whatever, you're talking at least 18 20 bucks that you're dropping. At least that. And it's just never as good as anything they can just put out on their own. I don't know if I agree with that. Okay. I mean, also, I would, again, another parallel with comedy. Like, I could see that the same in comedy, too, where it's like there are collaborations in comedy that are fantastic, and then there are ones where, like, 90% 90 of the time I'm just like, you guys are trying too hard to be the other person instead of just being yourselves together. Yeah, this would be a good time to plug rotating tab comedy. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey and I are the same person. It's kind of like having an opener. Right for a show, N- not comedy show though, just yeah. music, and then they come out and the opener like is better than the actual musician that's playing. Like, mm-hmm. 
that, yeah, that yeah. that's where it can get complicated. I mean, that happens a lot like, in comedy. What's that? That happens a lot in comedy. Yeah, oh, or the opener buries the headline. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but so yeah. I think with collabing on beers, it's always about really trying to figure out, okay, like, what do you do well? What do we do well? How do we meet in the middle? So, like, okay. with the new image stuff, it's it was, like, they do the pastry stout, that whole game. Like, they do really, really yeah. freaking well. Sure. And that's not our ball game, you know? And, like, our, the sweetest beer we've ever had, the beer that, and when I say sweet, I mean sugar, right, is eight Play-Doh, which is just measurement of sugar. And, like, theirs are typically on that same style as 16 Play-Doh. Right, so it was like, how do we meet in the middle? You know, so we ended up at like ten and a half. Right, it's it's, and that's just like a small example of like how when we collabed with those guys and we were trying to find, you know, he knows that we our beers are usually sweeter or sorry, drier, and vice versa. So um, that's how we treated it. I mean, so I don't know. I I think collabing's great. Yeah, I I'm love sure it. it's I mean, fun. Like, no, I, no, I no but I think there's a lot fun. of good beer that comes out of it, too. You know? Well, you guys I mean, probably learn a lot from each other. And that is a right? big part of the, yeah. who we are as an industry. And I think it's probably the same in comedy, right? I mean... Yeah, you have certain people, and especially when, if you write together, you realize that you have some people that get your voice, and they'll throw you a punchline or a tag for a joke. They're like, oh, yeah, that I like that a lot. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. And then there's other people that they'll, that they'll throw you something... go off of the fucking wires and they just give you the most out of left field thing. Yeah, like that's not my voice at all. Yeah. Like that doesn't yeah, yeah. really go with the joke. You know, yeah. that's not a direction I would ever take. Like, hey, this joke like this. that you yeah. just made about death, what if I gave you this dad joke tag? <laughs> this really dark joke that's fucked up. But what if I like gave you this dad joke tag and it's like that's not how any of this works. Well the next time somebody does that for you, pass them my way. You know, that's most <laughs> yeah, my yeah, you know yeah. that's most of my deal. Yeah. Dad jokes? Yeah. Give as, me your best dad joke. As a not dad. Oh, what's a good Listen, we joke? tell enough jokes. Uh, we don't have to tell them on the podcast. I mean, if I can think of one, give me a second. I'll think. I mean, All right. You guys can talk about yeah. yourselves. Uh, why don't they play poker in the jungle? My name's Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Dad. Because <laughs> there's dead. a lot of cheetahs. Oh. Uh, that's a dad joke. Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. You're not lying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, so this one, yeah, this this is a pretty bad dad, a bad dad joke that I actually wrote. Uh, my little brother works in the napkin division of a paper factory. Uh, he's trying to get promoted to toilet paper, but it sounds like a shitty job. It's pretty dad. Yeah. Pretty dad. Yeah. Yeah. Dad so hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's I, a really a great tag for. I just murdered the manager of the toilet paper factory. <laughs> 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 yeah. So they, you, you have people that you work with that. They get your voice, they understand your comedy, and they are actually, they're good writers. And then there's other times where you're, sometimes comics want to, hey, do you want to write together sometime? Do you want to work together sometime? And you're like, eh, you don't even really like their comedy. Like, they're, they that might not be very good. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, have you had to turn down some collab uh, yeah. proposals not, before? Yeah. Because you went to college? Yeah, of course. I did go to college. Yeah. You have a sheepskin lined. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, here's the I thing. Drive, I drive a Dodge Stratus. Oh, what I am a, a district manager. Oh, I knew I liked you. Dodge Are you? Stratus reference? <laughs> you can't collab with me. Yes. I have a legit question because I like. Good. We like Sometimes. Uh, well, it's, it's <laughs> kind As it of, happens, I run a podcast. It's not a, a yeah, legitimate it's not about question. Dodge, podcast is a Dodge series models. of illegitimate questions. <laughs> yeah. But I got one that isn't that. So, like, sometimes even you'll get, like, somebody will, like, offer you a tag, but they do it in, like, a douchey, cocky way where it's like, you need to, you need to say this next. And it's something terrible. It's usually, like, an awful advice. 
do you get like do you get collaborations with like you need to work with us? Does anybody approach you in that no, manner? No. Yeah, that's interesting because it's like, like sometimes it's me. like aggressive. Yeah. yeah, it's aggressively like you need me to make this better, and it's like what you just said was terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need you first of all, but like especially <laughs> with that approach, what a weird way to approach. Well, it. I don't know. We're a small brewery. It's a better question for somebody. Else, you know, I don't, sure. I don't know to see somebody. I don't think that's what happens. I think, yeah, not, yeah. It I hasn't mean, happened I can, to us. Uh, yeah. Think, Maybe like somebody going to like New Belgium and being like, "Listen, you need to collaborate with us." For yeah, this I'm reason. definitely calling Lauren Salazar this week and being like, "Lauren, you need us." Yeah, yeah, you need <laughs> us. You, yeah. you need us to you do this. You sold thing. out. You need us. <laughs> you hacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just selling lots. Oh, I mean, I because I hated what they ended up doing down the road. Where I mean, big pivot, I guess. But now they just started making beers that like every year they would come out with a beer that just seemed to be the popular thing that happened the year before who's out new belgium though. and that was their business model for like five years five or six years like every year they were just coming out with a beer that like was really popular the year before and then they would just go all in on it and then they went with the whole voodoo ranger the whole voodoo series and you could barely even see that new belgium is on the packaging anymore so they like went so marketing heavy to increase their value and basically sell that it just i don't know they just they, they lost I, I kind yeah, of that doesn't though. bother me at all yeah, uh, yeah. I, if yeah it's, people always sell out for more money. that's <laughs> what I know about it I mean like I, if we're talking about like selling out like I don't love that they're no longer like an employee owned company that's not like that's something I think is really cool but I also get it so yeah I mean selling out is fine one thing with that though is I'm pretty sure since it was an ESOP like it was an employee owned thing that everybody got a portion of that money I know for yeah. a fact yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and that's, which is pretty, that's cool which yeah. is pretty sick yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I mean, brewing is not, it's, it's like comedy. Yeah. You know, you're not making a lot of money until, yeah. until you cash out yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I can't, I, I don't begrudge anybody for, I guess I just, I begrudge and don't particularly care for the fact that they just kind of changed their entire identity as a brewery to like, it's seemingly up their value. Right. Where it was just like, it just, they stopped, they didn't have an identity for a little yeah, I've never heard of a comic that never had an identity and all of a sudden just tried to sell out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never heard of that at all. Yeah, that's definitely happened. I mean, do you, I, yeah, what's your opinion, I guess, on breweries getting to be a certain size and then and then potentially selling to private equity or selling to a bigger brewer? Do you think that those are different things? Like, I don't know. It's a weird thing because, like, in tech, if you start a business and you grow it quickly make a good product and then you get bought out for a 20 multiple on what your original valuation is like everybody pats you on the back right and in craft beer if you did the same exact thing everybody would be like you sold out you right, know so it's out. like this same way weird... with music right yeah music it's comedy right? music part of yeah. it has to do with the fact that i think that people it's... have ownership they feel like they have well, ownership of it you know, i think because it's because they listen to the music they like the beer you know i think it's because it's an art yeah, I really do. I think it's because it's this, unique, you know, it's yeah. a product that's Absolutely. that's not. But I think that any tech guy would probably tell you the same thing. It's like, well, when we're sitting around coding, it's also an art to make like a good, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, don't, I, yeah, I can really don't, sign on to my own phone. And with so, tech, but, people don't really do that because it's not a part of your identity. What's you know? that? So with tech, like yeah. if somebody were to do that, tech isn't really like part of your identity unless it's an Apple thing or whatever. But I think like, at the end of the day, I listen to Rancid, drink, call, <laughs> drink, call to arms, and I always use my Garmin anywhere that I go. That says who I am yeah. as a person. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I, I think. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it, that, 
everybody's got their price and it's hard to make money in the industry and if a craft brewer can make some money and still be able to make a product that you know he or she feels really uh proud of and confident i'd say more power to you, you yeah. Know? yeah and yeah. um Absolutely. I yeah, mean, it just I, provides I opportunity. Like, we all get into the industry to do that, yeah, right? You like, be yeah. rich, make, right? Like, yeah, you wanna, that's you it. Make right? money. Like, but, like, if somebody's like, hey, you don't have to stress as much anymore, you can really focus on what you're passionate about as far as making the beer, and, and then that's an amazing opportunity. So, I can't yeah, knock yeah, you yeah. for that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, where it gets a little cloudy for me is when uh, the breweries that purchase them or, like, the private equity that purchase them use their bigger budgets from their other brands to deceive the public into thinking that this is still yeah. like um you know small mom and pop yeah, kind of totally. company so you go up to i mean i love the people at 10 barrel they're friends of the show sure and uh, i have a lot of friends that work there but i don't like the fact that when you go up to copper for example like copper mountain and 10 barrel is everywhere up there because they're paying for that marketing and they're using the budget from budweiser to brand the entire mountain right. in 10 yeah. barrel stuff as opposed to giving that opportunity to a craft brewery like based in Colorado or whatever that could appreciate could benefit from that brand exposure right being in an iconic spot but they're basically overpaying for the space because they have the extra money right. it's a mar- yeah, it's yeah. a marketing expense yeah. it's not Whereas for a smaller brewery, it would be like, oh, no, this is going to be huge depletions for us. This is going to be a big volume mover. Yeah, it's a little expensive, but it's less of a marketing thing. I mean, I know it is a bit, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's just that's where it kind of becomes a little cloudy for me. That's just capitalism. God. I yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> it's just absolutely, it. yeah. I mean, it's just it. Yeah, like, it's part of it. The rich get richer. I mean, and that's... Yeah, ultimately, look, you're opening a business. We're still in business and trying to make money. Um you know, yeah. you're opening yourself up to that. I need you like to stay poor so. forever so I feel good. I mean, it is. It, <laughs> don't it worry about it. I'm like, a brewer. It's like doing a. <laughs> Got you, buddy. Don't worry. It's like doing a tax corporate event. From last year? Yeah. Be good. If you were like do a corporate event for like Apple or something, it's like getting upset that they hired Maria Bamford instead of Sam Talent. You know what I mean? Like Sam could definitely kill that room, but like, of course they're going to fucking go with Maria Bamford. Like they got the budget. They get, they've got the money, so that's where they're going to fucking put it. Yeah, but they Apple doesn't own Maria Bamford. That you know of. <laughs> that's you very know. true, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what kind of backdoor deals that she's kind of orchestrated <laughs> for herself. Oh, Actually, one quick question I wanted to ask uh, before I forget about it. Where does the name – so what's called ARMS? Like, what, where does the name come from? So, uh, you know, we all had good manager jobs at Avery. Uh, the three of us who originally opened the company um, – we're talking and we were like, we really want to do this. We have good manager jobs. Avery was in the middle of their expansion, so they were moving to this big facility and uh, we had potential there. And we had all independently really wanted to open a brewery. And then when we were talking about it, we were like, you know, we better do it now. It's now or never. So this felt like our call to arms and there you go. It's like a small group of people talking about seceding from the union. Just like like a tether in the lunchroom. Let's storm the Capitol. Capitalism. It's weird. I know. Were you there when they got purchased? Were you there when Avery? Okay. Yeah. I forget how long ago that happened. I mean, were they always, they came to New York late. So I feel like I never really had a lot of exposure to, a lot of their products. Late in terms of what? Because I've like in terms of you living there. Yeah, I mean, like getting there at all is still like not like 
If just no, if you I just beat mean them. in terms of how long they've been around. Like they really they weren't available in New York until like way later, you know, in their existence. So I just mean when I say they came in late. Well, they did. Uh, they did actually come in late as well. Like at the time, they had an opportunity to come in a couple years before the market wasn't as flooded as it was. So they would have had way more of an opportunity to take up shelf space, get into some of the grocery stores because before the big boom happened in the Northeast with a lot of smaller breweries, you could come in being a national or a regional brand that was very successful in other places and be like, we deserve the shelf space at the grocery store because we sell X, Y, and Z, we do this well. It deserves to be there. But then once local became really sexy and, and, and sold really well, um, all that shelf space went to local. So then, and it, Avery wasn't, they'd kind of lost their appeal to people sure. that, had, that yeah. don't have access to them all See, the I think that's a misperception because like Avery, we just couldn't keep up. Yeah. We literally just could not keep up. We oh, did yeah. not have the throughput. Like all those states wanted us mm-hmm. and we had to pull out of states just because we were like, forget it. We, we have to sell beer into the states that do the best for us, which was, you know, California and Colorado, Makes Oregon, those yeah. you know, so they, all those states wanted right. Avery's beer. We just had to reevaluate because we couldn't get into the new facility fast enough. Mm-hmm. And we had this teeny little perspective. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, we had this. Yes. We, I mean, literally, if you have you been to the old Avery facility? No, I've only been okay, to the new so one. This is, I've only been to Celestial Seasonings. <laughs> oh, by the way, can we grab, uh, is there anybody grab another beer? Yeah, we gotta grab a lot more beer. Please don't grab any Celestial Seasonings. Uh, cans or draft. Or everything? Yeah. Yeah, wherever you want to grab, just try and yeah, yeah. some space. Look at this, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean that's that's I that's I think that's really nice to like hear the different perspective of having somebody from Avery saying like what. Yeah, that's why I want to like I yeah. definitely want to ask him some questions, and I'll, I'll reiterate this when he comes back. But when I say they came late, he's gone right now. When I say they came late, I mean that they lost their glow. Like I think Avery had a glow, and I'll reiterate this when he comes back. But uh, they had a glow about them before like a certain time period which is the time he's alluding to it's when people yeah people wanted them to come and then they didn't so in that period in that period of time where they didn't come and then eventually did the industry changed i mean that also lot. sounds like a like a relationship you know it's like yeah somebody wants you to come and you take your time yeah. <laughs> take too long to come and then yeah, yeah. you never talk to him again because you <laughs> So essentially what I was saying is, because I, I, I don't disagree with you at all, I, and I know that demand was there. I remember wishing that I could get my hands on more Avery stuff uh, earlier in my like beer career and just enthusiasm level. But between the time that people wanted it and then they actually came, the industry just changed substantially. Totally and then the sec- so as I'm so saying, the sex added- appeal kind of w- went away, oh, you know, in terms yeah. of like when they and showed up, they're like, all right, well, we don't want... 10% West Coast IPAs anymore. Like that's that's the that's just not yeah. what the people want, especially from not a local Absolutely. brewery. Because yeah, yeah. um, I still I, I still think the product's great. I love the beers. So yeah, it's a, I'm very curious to hear your perspective yeah, I mean, about that. You know, to, for Adam, and again, this is just from my perspective. I was just the assistant brew house manager. You know, I wasn't yeah. in the How discussions of when three years. I wasn't in the discussions of when. You know, the funding discussions and figuring out the plans for the new facility and everything, but. Um, oh, look at this service. Yeah, nice. Thank you very much. 
you so much. This looks like a nice uh, crisp beer, too. Is this the lager? Just a ballroom, yeah. Crispy boys. Well, cheers, by the cheers. way. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Alex. No problem at all. Thanks, Alex. Give it up for Alex, everybody. Round of applause for Alex. Woo! I really do miss, in terms of comedy, I miss like being able to give shout-outs to bartenders. Yeah. That is like Tip your weight, staff. Yeah, I miss that. <laughs> I do. We've got uh, little comment cards on everybody's table. If you could fill them out, you can win oh, cool stuff. Like tickets to, yeah, like, let's, to come here again. Let's, yeah, let's start putting out comment cards for rotating tap shows. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave them on the table for the Who course. was your least favorite comic tonight? <laughs> Please name names. And there's only the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> it would only be it would be me every fucking time. They'd be like, fuck you, Steve. God. I'd definitely be like, can I have 12 of those cards? Yeah. Just yeah. Because I'm not... The appeal for Avery, I'm sure, didn't really wane like out here, but from like in places in markets where it wasn't around, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. Especially when a ton of new breweries started to emerge. Yeah, I'll try to give like a quick synopsis of like how I viewed it. I got yeah. there, it was growing bonkers. Like when I got there, I think we were making like twenty-eight thousand barrels a year, and the year I left, it was fifty-two thousand barrels a year. So we had doubled in three years, and in the meantime, Adam really was like, I don't want to sell out. I want to try and fund this through banks and get debt and do it the right way and, yeah. and, and be local and be in Boulder because that's where he opened. He didn't, you know, he could have taken cheaper land or free land or tax deductions to go into other cities that wanted his business and his sales tax revenue, right? So, um, but Adam wanted to do it. Uh, that way because that's how he grew his business it was like super organic you know and he wanted to stay focused on that so that's that's that was his focus and so i think in retrospect that delayed a lot of things so that by the time they got around to getting everything open again you know it was like oh god we got to hurry up and catch up with all these new trends that maybe we didn't have the throughput to do because we were in a smaller facility so um but by the time they opened i wasn't there anymore so all, all i know is that adam for sure uh, wanted to do it right and not just, uh, you know, sell a company to private equity and, yeah, you know, yeah. cause they could have opened yeah. that facility the next year, you know, yeah, for how quickly, cash, yeah, yeah. And just had somebody come in and be like, here's 50 million bucks. Let's go get this done. You yeah. Know? Um, do, you, do you think that they still hold the same kind of like cachet that they used to? Oh now? man. I don't know. I mean, just because it, probably because not, probably how not it's perceived by probably people. I, I mean, I, I know, all I know is still like, great, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Still fantastic. When did that start, Liquid? I hear that. I hear that people say that all the time. It's like your liquid's good, bro. Uh, I've been saying it for a long time. Oh, the words that I hate the most. I've in never craft said beer, it one time. I like it <laughs> once. Not the once. the words that I hate the most in craft beer are when people sit, call their thing call beers tasty treats. That's cringeworthy to me. I hate the word microbrews. Not even just like microbreweries, but when people use, we have 30 microbrews on draft. You know, I fucking hate that. That is bothering me. And when people say also, a beer is nice. When people are like, oh, it's a nice beer. I'm like, oh, good. What That's what that we mean? shoot for. We like yeah, nice beers like- here. That, that beer shakes my hand on uh, when I enter. He looks you in the eye when yeah. you yeah. <laughs> yeah. shake his hand. That beer was. It doesn't Irish right. goodbye me. I like sassy beers. Yeah. <laughs> I like rude. Yeah, unpolite beers. Do you I would say spicy, but that you like anytime somebody says it, you're just like, Ugh. oh my god. Um, I love. Oh yeah, I love ales, but I hate IPAs. Or <laughs> yeah. and you're like, okay, well, yeah. I love whenever the lager ale thing, basically anything related to that always cracks me up because they're usually like, 
um, I hate Coors, but I love lagers. And you're like, yeah, do you though? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. that kind of yeah. thing. Uh, so remember when people used to say uh, they won't drink draft beer, they only drink bottle, or vice versa? I feel like it was usually they only drink bottled beer. I'm like, yeah, it's because the bar you go to all the time hasn't cleaned their lines in 50 years. No, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> there was a period in, in college when I would only drink Pabst out of a bottle instead of a can. Yeah. You know, at the, at the height of your... Living it up, dude. Yeah. yeah. At the isn't that of your funny? That the, the bottle can thing? Like, bottles were like, if it didn't come in a bottle, it wasn't... Right. Good for a while. You know, well, it was for like a long craft time, beer yeah. was all bottles. If it wasn't in a bottle, it was Coors. Yeah. Or Sea Light. Well, or people whatever, perceived yeah. the uh, cans always having a tinny aluminum kind of taste, but technology. That's because you're putting a tinny aluminum piece of metal in your mouth. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> Give me those pennies again. Yeah. I, want this beer, yeah. I want this beer to taste like the old days. <laughs> Actually, 1876. I rim my lip with pennies every yeah. time I go to the bar just so I can taste what America used yeah. to be. If you keep them in there and you get pulled over, you can't get a DUI yeah. because you've already got the pennies in your so mouth. I'm so can I admit porter, that right? I did that once? Absolutely <laughs> you can. Yeah, we've been recording uh, the whole time. How, <laughs> did, how did it turn out for you? It didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. Jordan Dahl, very funny comedian, used to have a joke about like, putting the pennies in his mouth when he got pulled over and then the cop asked him a single question. Well, it wasn't pulled over. It was just, what, it was what do they call that, that? MIP or whatever? Oh, uh, MIP. Minor yeah, in possession yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess when you're like, a kid, you're drunk. Yeah. and I was like, pennies, I heard that work once, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, nobody carries change anymore, so everybody's fucked. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's just and DUI covered in corona. Because we're out yeah. of the penny shortage in the yeah. country. <laughs> I got a DUI, and all I got was also coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> what was Jordan's thing? So it was, went to it, go talk to the cop. The cop, pennies the, the, the cop, yeah, the cop pulls up to his window, and it's like, son, you've been drinking tonight? He opens his mouth, and all these pennies fall out. It's so good. It's so good. Very, very funny. Yeah, that's great. Oh, man. So why did you guys... So what? I guess, uh, what made you want to leave Avery? Was it just a matter of, like, hey, I we... I think it ultimately was timing. Yeah. You know, that's why we called it Call to Arms, because it was like, look, it's now or never. It just... It, the industry was changing <laughs> fast and quick. We, we were just like, we got to go. Let's go for it. And, yeah. Um, People in New York need beer, and we got to send it to them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I, Avery was great to work for. I mean... Yeah. Um, and they still make fantastic beer. And the thing about Avery is, like, they never um, – quality was so important to them to the point of, you know, maybe they focused so much on the quality that everybody was like, well, I just want a pastry stout, you know. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Avery stayed focused, and I think that's still what makes them great, you know. What's but, the worst job you've ever had? Oh, God. The worst job I've ever had? Ever had. All right, ready? You want to see something? Uh-oh. <laughs> it's a stripper. He's a stripper. I used to work at a gym. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Even he had to come back from the bathroom, right? Look how skinny I am. Yeah, I worked yeah, yeah. at a gym for three years in high school. No, oh, no, it was nothing. Yeah. I mean, you could have lost it, I guess, by this point. But I just say that, like, so that was 2000 to 2003 and there was definitely a lot of uh, roids going around there was a room way up in the third floor where people went to tan Mm. and I emptied that trash out a lot and they probably needed like more sanitary receptacles that's probably the way to side jump to you guys have ever used right what's that steroids put some steroids in your beer the roids yeah (laughs) that's how I got looking like this 
Oh yeah, you got fucking jacked up. Fucking <laughs> jacked right up here. a Roy Lager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I mean it's it's a thing too where like you find your passion and you're just like any job kind of sucks unless it's like something I want to be doing too. Like if you had to take a step back from the beer world and then to go like work in retail, you'd probably be like, this is the worst job I ever had. And it could pay a bunch, but you'd still be like, this isn't what I want to be doing. Yeah, it's like, a weird thing, especially right now. There's nothing that will make you question your profession more than what's going on. Oh, right absolutely. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, at least you guys can still uh, make beer because comedy, you can't really do that. Like, Brandon, like, I can't drink beer over Zoom. I can't. Over Zoom can't drink your beer through the computer. Yeah, I know. But also, be like, sweet if Zoom, we could. it would be sweet <laughs> if we could. Also, Zoom comedy is terrible. There's so your million-dollar like, idea. Oh, being able to just fucking transport anything? Yeah. <laughs> That's at least a million dollars, I'd say. What's it going to go from a million to a billion? Like, millionaire idea all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at this. Nice lights. Oh, one thing that you never answered earlier. What's your least favorite beer style? Least favorite? Least. Yeasty. Yeast flavor. Uh, yeasty reupholstered my pussy. <laughs> oh, that's a, I don't like stuff that just has straight up food product in it. Straight just up doesn't, food on it? Yeah, it just like doesn't get... Yeah. Like if you're like, all right, I'm going to make a beer... Name names. <laughs> I'm going to make a beer that tastes like cheeseburgers, so I'm just going to add cheeseburgers. I don't and, know, I kind of like I'm the just, guys from Weldworks. You don't have to yeah. trash them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're great. They honestly are great guys. I know they are. And they, they like us a lot. And, and they're, they've always <laughs> been super great to what us. Came to mind and I the, also give them a lot of flack for the shit, some of the shit they yeah, do. Yeah, you know? I mean, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I only brought them I, I, think, I know they made like a taco beer one taco. time. Yeah, yeah one taco. That just came to mind. I think they did this one one time. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think... When, it, when all that started happening, it was like, all right, well, how do we make beers? <laughs> how do we make beers taste like spaghetti without actually adding spaghetti, you know? You can't. Yeah. <laughs> but, I think, but I think that that's how we've always looked at it. It's like that, and that's why the seltzer thing, that's why we went the way we did with that. You know? Yeah. It's like, all right, well, all right we're going to do the seltzer. Let's try and do it in a way that makes it taste better. I'm looking forward to getting back to a, uh, a place in beer where being innovative doesn't mean just adding more shit. Well, right, and yeah, like where beers can be progressive fair, and innovative without just fair, adding uh, hot dogs. At and, that point, but, like Weldworks has that new fucking tank that they showed us, right? And it's stuff like that where, like, maybe it's the equipment that you got to be. Thinking well, what about. they basically what, what they basically made was uh, a torpedo that had like a mesh bottom, but it was specifically for additives and adjuncts, as opposed to like filling it with hops or whatever. So same idea, but it was specifically made for uh, marshmallow, chocolate, things like that. Yeah. But it's like that small tank that just circulates the beer. So it's kind of a combination of both those things. Yeah. No, I I mean, I'm not saying that that's not innovative. I hurt this personal preference is that I would like to see people make better beer and make more popular beer without just like adding a ton of cereal to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does the, that's just what about elements. glitter? What if you added a bunch of glitter? As long as it's natural glitter, <laughs> as long as it's organic. So that's what's interesting about it, though, because at some point, like beer is just beer, yeah, right, and like you just have to like the flavor, and so there's some at some point, 
There's only so many you things just don't you like can, beer. No, what there's I'm kind just, of yeah, getting at. that's yeah. kind of what I'm getting at. It's yeah, like yeah, at yeah. some point you just don't like beer. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. You know? But um <laughs> say grab yourself a four loco. Like it's yeah. fine. Yeah, it's okay, but <laughs> that's a different it. product, you know. Yeah. So well, I was like one of my favorite breweries right now is Wild Provisions. I think Brandon's like an awesome brewer and the we were t- I was talking to him the other day, and I was trying to get him just to explain a little bit more about their premium pale lager and like how they achieve some of these flavors that I'm getting out of it. And he his whole thing was, it's literally just all we want out of this beer is for you to taste the purest form of the flavors that are in yeah. there. We don't want anything to be muted, so nothing's nothing's there that's not supposed to be. It's so flavorful because we because the way they they are brewing it, they feel like they're really extracting the most out of every individual flavor out of that beer and it's just the four basic ingredients you know it's, yeah. not, it's not anything extravagant but it's so flavorful and so good so I'm just hoping more people kind of get to that so you're hoping people like beer more correct yeah because yeah. I mean that's ultimately right What's what your, you're saying I, so. do you guys have like a big do you have a, any, a big release this year that's coming out that you're oh stoked about or style um, that you're really like hey you know what we're gonna we're gonna kind of move in this direction this year yeah I mean uh yeah, always. There's always something new coming up. I mean, I've got mostly a wine. cereal beers. Mostly yeah, cereal mostly and mostly glitter just, beers. Uh, yeah. We've got a great, we've got a great new cereal glitter beer coming out. We're doing a yeah, Captain. What's with, what's with the whole palette of cocoa puffs? We're like, doing a we Captain Crunch like beer, and we guarantee it'll cut the top of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. totally. Oops. I mean, no berries. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, the focus for so long was always like, hey, you know we'll do the keep the lights on beers and keep things going and then be able to do other fun experiments uh within the barrel realm and then with this year changing so much we haven't had as much time and effort yeah, of course. to put towards that but well, uh, uh we do have a wine hybrid that's really freaking cool we don't have a name hybrid? for it yeah and um uh, i'm hoping that's out by march so do you have any like crazy barrels or are they all whiskey or bourbon? No, or? I mean, I don't think we have any. We have one brandy. Everything else is wine. It's a house is wine. I'm nice. really digging stuff that's aged in mezcal barrels. Really? I've had a couple things recently that I think I just love the flavor that they impart because you get that touch of smokiness that you would from a scotch barrel. Sure. But it's not as intense. So it's just that mild level of smokiness and like I'm a tequila guy anyway. I don't know what your spirit of choice is. I hate I hate anything smoky. It smells like band aids. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I've had some mezcals where I've like it does feel like they just put in like <laughs> smoke flavor with like the, the liquid paint. smoke. The liquid smoke sucks, but like I love a good like smoked fucking rack of ribs. Yeah. Whether it's fucking what whatever wood you use, I'm all fucking about it. Even but if it the liquid like smoke, shoe leather, liquid like smoke sucks. Hill. <laughs> Oh, I'll eat shoe leather. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We were doing a bad review Wait, for Jack SL last week on our episode, and one of the reviews was ribs that taste like shoe leather. <laughs> That's like how it started. Nice yeah. smoky shoes. And they did not so, make the food. Yeah. The food was separate. Make, that was one of those examples I kind of, we were kind of talking about earlier where they were like rating the place based on the food. And yeah. they, like, they don't that even make like, the food. <laughs> the, place, the place next to you guys is pizza, right? Or it used to be? And tacos. And it's pizza the perfect and blend of two different genres that don't I, match at all. According to Domino's <laughs> also. I, <laughs> I've seen those commercials. Uh, yeah, yeah they but it, it would be like you guys getting a review for having like shitty pizza Which I'm sure that you've gotten. What's that? You had to have gotten like a bad review from next the food. door. Or vice versa. 
like the pizza place. It's just like, yeah, their beer is terrible. I didn't find any. Because for the comedy shows, we've you guys definitely let people bring like they can yeah, order yeah. food there. And we've definitely had right? people not online but in person come up and been like, "You need to talk to the manager, your ma- your manager next door, <laughs> and fix the food or whatever it is, you know, whatever." They, but typical Karen speak. Yeah, super dumb. Oh, managers, dumb managers, talk. managers, managers. Yeah. I, I think that you should go next door and ask to speak to their regional manager right away. I drive a Dodge Please. Stratus. Let's talk I to corporate. drive a yeah. Dodge Stratus. <laughs> Speaking of which, you want to get into some bad reviews? Yeah, uh, before I do, do you want to know how your time went? Oh, yeah, shit. We, we always forget that, too. We told I just you assumed we're really bad it wasn't pictures. good. We, we're always really bad at taking pictures, and we're always really bad about yeah, telling do. people their times. Uh... So your total time, you did not do an 8% beer. This is a 16-ouncer? Yeah. It looked bigger. I was trying to give you some credit. That's what what you get for shaving your pubes all the time. (laughs) (laughs) The line is 16 I gotta add a couple extra centimeters on this. This bud. You came in with no 8% discount. Uh... You got 6.97 seconds, Real which good. is pretty That's not good. good. What it's was good. the quickest it three? I mean, it's good. It's good. You're in the top 40. So <laughs> you're in the top who 40. Who is on top? Uh, Matt, who is one of the managers at the Pint Room. Which could, t- we, which we, I've thought about this. We could contest that time. Because it was done over Zoom. It's the only one that over Zoom. That's that was the first the one we 10. had actual video evidence of. I know, but you don't you can't account for how quickly he might have sped up his video. Or there, cause there's some, yeah, tri- uh, there's listen, some trickery. I'm good friends with yeah. Matt. That dude is not smart enough to figure out how to speed up a fucking video. <laughs> first. I love the dude. He, I love the dude, but yeah, but he's not going to figure ass. that out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so he works at the Pint Room, which I actually haven't been to. But you live... so. Th- um, the brewery is in a really cool part of town. Like Berkeley, this whole little strip on yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. Close to the Oriental Theater. Uh, not the best name, but great place. But great venue yeah. uh, for comedy and for music. And wrestling. Yeah. There's a couple cool little beer bars right here on this strip. Do you have like a and favorite? Breweries. What's, and, and, and breweries. breweries. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, yeah. There's a ton of shit going on over here. Do you have a favorite kind of craft beer bar or brewery yeah, that you on. like to go to? Everybody knows Hops and Pie. Yeah, that's your spot. Hops it's just pie, the yeah. best. Their pizza's great. Yeah, such good and pizza. you know, and nobody talks about the Detroit pizza, but let me tell you. Well, I mean, you also have Blue Pan in the neighborhood, yeah. which it's, it doesn't. If you want to pay forty dollars for pizza, that's like four by four. Sometimes yeah. I, it's worth it. What's uh, Detroit style? It comes with gun casings on top of it, or Eminem signs the box. He signs the box. I like how you were about to go into a real yeah. explanation. You're like, well, here's the thing. Well, I, like, well, I mean. Drew would tell you, who's the owner of Hobbs and Pie, him and his wife Leah, I freaking love their Detroit pizza. He's like, if I eat a whole one, he gives it to me for free. And I'm a little guy. Oh, and he went to college. And the coach. He's the coolest guy I know. He's going on a fucking fast for three days. Oh, yeah. 69. Nice. I haven't eaten in four (laughs) days. I'm about to get a free pizza. (laughs) I actually haven't been to Hobbs and Pie. It's great. I, I like their I've original. Only been, I've only lived here for two years. Oh, dude. I haven't actually, it's but a I haven't must. actually been. And this whole year hasn't been fucking open, you know? I mean, they were doing some outdoor dining stuff. Uh, we actually had him on as a guest for, I do the Porch Drinking Podcast as well, and we had him on. I, I want to check it out. He just opened a donut spot too, right? Like, this it's, past summer. Yeah, it's part donuts of it. are fantastic too. Yeah, yeah, that place is great. Yeah, on the street, they're fantastic. 
Yeah. For beer bars. I mean, it's also like a really good few blocks for beer. Yeah. When you're uh, so when you golden. when you go to a craft like when you go to a a bar like that, how, what are you looking for on a menu? Like especially if it's from another brewery. Like are you usually going for a particular style, or is there breweries that catch your eye? Uh, for a beer bar? Yeah. I just walk in and I'm like, do you know who I am? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Steve does I'm gonna that start, all the time. I'm going to start, start doing that with comedy clubs. And I'm just going to walk in no matter where I yeah. Do you know who, who I am? am? <laughs> Excuse me. And then if I get a cheap beer, then I love them. Yeah. You know? But now, honestly, I don't know. I mean, uh, beer bar perspective, it's uh, every bar manager has their own selection. So yeah. there's so much good beer out there that it's not like, oh, let me go to this beer bar because they're only going to have, you know, Cantillon or whatever the style is, sure. right? But hops and pie, that's what's so great about them. Food is phenomenal. And nobody, everybody thinks just, okay, pie must be pizza, right? But uh, their sandwiches are out of this world. Yeah. And, um, I don't and know they have unbelievable selection. With of, COVID, of I, to be honest, I haven't been there since COVID struck. But, I mean, I remember, like, the koozie nights and, like, the cheap can yeah, nights yeah. and $2, stuff. $2 like, dollar Wednesday cans, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Great deal. Yeah. Incredible deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I definitely want to check it out. I don't know if they've been able to reopen with, like, new restrictions and stuff, but... Nah, they're yeah, they're open. I definitely want to check it out. Well, I know they were open for, like, to go. Are they open for dining? Yeah. I might have to get some pizza after we do this. What are you doing after this? So, Steve's taking an Uber home. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Seven seconds? See, I'm, now I'm getting self-conscious, so I'm going to have to go home and just chug beer later in the fresh. mirror to be like, can I get blood? We'll have you on, we'll we'll have you on again. Yeah. We'll have you on again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you can make the time But we've got, we've got almost 100 people on that list now. So being in so the being top 40 in the, is yeah. pretty fucking good. Sounds like my college career. Yeah. <laughs> Did I mention that, by the way? <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, what do you uh, got? Yeah, we do have some reviews here. Um, let's see. I want to start with find the one I really want to start with. Uh, some of these are very old because you guys have been here for a while, so those are good. Uh, I know I know. the Christmas of 2016 was a bad one. Sorry. <laughs> do you remember it? You mean, I do. You All right, mean, hold on. Let me, I, like let's, well, I want to hear this. I'm what, so what was the, sure it was Christmas of 2016. Do you have that one? It was 2050. Oh, it was 2050. <laughs> or is it just somehow every year, like a bad fucking omen, you just get a bad review every Christmas? Uh, I think people are just in a bad mood around Christmas. But, yeah, that, I remember that one very specifically. The review is left on Christmas Day. See? Which means, like, somebody, like, really just was They were so stewing on miserable. their aunt's couch. Just yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't the get the present one, they wanted. I think wanted. the best negative review we have is one where I'd have to look, but it's, like, Mike so-and-so, and then he went back on and made another account and made it Michael so-and-so <laughs> and gave the same review so just he so he it could twice? do it twice. Wow. I mean, that's a guy that oh, knows how to game the system. There was, you, a, there was another girl. He must have been working with Joe Biden this year. And she just let it expire long enough. And we went to Google and we're like, how can these people just keep going on and giving one second? Oh, yeah. And they're like, well, technically they're not breaking any rules. Do you like, remember wow, the Christmas thanks one? Thanks for helping us out. Let's see what you remember from the Christmas one. Two girls. One cup. <laughs> one bar. <laughs> one bar. Dancing around, not paying attention to customers. And being disrespectful and loud, something something along those lines. Okay. They were children, by the way, two children. 
I have this we review. <laughs> this review was left by somebody named Priscilla the Cat. Is it not Priscilla we know? It's immediately not trustworthy. Well, it could be. It could yeah. be. I'm so glad that this fucking cat was allowed in this establishment. We went here on Christmas Eve. The two female bartenders going to be more obnoxious and childlike. All they did was writhe around, singing off-key 90s. Writhe. Writhe. It was writhe. You know what I like in a woman? A good writhe. Yeah. I like, uh, I like a little writhe. Writhe around, singing off-key 90s profile. Christmas songs, and jingle <laughs> their elephantine asses around like some normal specimens. I mean, I like a good sway. Quite an embarrassing spectacle. <laughs> Elephantine asses. So many craft beers, breweries to choose from in Denver. This one is bland, and the service we received was obnoxious. Put off. What year was that? 2015. Yeah. This was on Christmas. This was Christmas Day that somebody wrote this. So clearly, some, so a Jewish so person like, wrote this review. <laughs> Boy, Chinese food not up to standard. <laughs> <laughs> we get this every year, and it was not great. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a Christmas Day review. Thing. I remember what's, this. What's situation. more of like a, what kind of what kind of a tone or a tempo is a writhe? You think is it fast? Is it slow? If you're writhing. I would say that there's a lot of a lot of like gangly arms, but like snappy wrists. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So slow torso. Slow yeah, torso. Yeah. Fast appendages. <laughs> <laughs> I would still say slow arms, long but slow. And then snap, snap, <laughs> quit writhing around. Yeah, well, it's Rithing. like, go give your lady a good ride. All I think about is writhing in pain. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, oh, God. Oh, These yeah. two women were dancing on each other. They were bloody. Yeah. And <laughs> their bones were broken. <laughs> An ambulance star. showed up, but we didn't but think that. They could not ask, stop you know? dancing. I mean, yeah. Meanwhile, I broke into this brewery and they would not serve me a beer. <laughs> yeah. No bartender on duty on Christmas Day. One I star. I need to find the one that. That's not the one? No, no, the one where the. Is another Christmas review? It. I think it was actually the next Christmas Call we the don't, we don't, Christmas review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do well on Christmas. What can Apparently. I say? Apparently. All right, I got one from Untapped. Oh yes, this is these a, are the best. This one's from this one's for a lunt beer. Yelp is way better, by the way, than Google. Yeah. they're mean on Yelp. Yeah, because Google. You'd like, be surprised. To, uh, you have to Google Yelp up. to get to the reviews. So you right, have to, right, like, right. But Google, it's right there. You're taking and it's lunt beer. I just asked. Uh, I asked Jeeves for all of your beer reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I took MapQuest to get there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey Jeeves, how do you like Call the Arms Brewery? <laughs> Yeah, do you remember making Lunt beer? Yeah. What the fuck is a Lunt beer? A Lunt beer is a smoked wheat beer. Okay. So immediately it's like smoked. Yeah, you don't like smoked. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Uh, 2.25 stars from Megan K. Wow. Meaty. Yeah, it sounds about right. Like a meat. like a smoked meat. It is a smoked beer. It is. But like there's no pepperoni or sausage used in the beer, right? Mm -hmm. No. I've had that review. Could have made it better. Made it better. <laughs> Maybe you would have gotten three stars. Yeah. Where's the meat? Two point two five. Yeah. So there's no meat in the beer. Also, right? why is it on? The, no. Are we still going? Yeah, I'm, I got another one. Okay. Next one. <laughs> two point five for Lunt beer. Beef jerky. <laughs> Very oh, interesting. That sounds great. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. 
I like a jerky beer. Oh, Have God. you had a smoked beer? Yeah, I love smoked beer. Yeah. Well, then there you go. Yeah, I we love did it. a great job. That's what they're like saying. Said, though, like, that's why. Yeah, so that's why I love these reviews. It's like it. one star. You nailed it. You know. Yeah. I mean, granted, that's the thing with the bad reviews. I because I know you're a very fragile boy. Uh, the oh, most I went of to college, reviews, man. <laughs> most of the reviews are for stuff that like everybody else really likes it, but I'm combing through them to be like, all right. And smoked beers are usually an easy find. Yeah. You know, anytime somebody makes a smoked beer, yeah. I can almost guarantee that there's going to be a dumb comment. All right, so it. find a dumb comment. I thought those were both beer. Oh, okay, hold on. I got another, <laughs> I got another one. For guarantee beer. we have. I got one another lump beer. <laughs> so, so, I got another. I got plenty of dumb comments for for this one. So super airy Bud Light light. So they spelled the. They did light twice, and then one was the L I T E, and then the L I G H T. I assume most of, a lot of these reviews. That's are how in. you know they're trustworthy. Yeah, this is a chicharrone, a cicerone, if you will. Uh, so, <laughs> chicharrone. <laughs> this is a second level, third level potentially chicharrone, and Bud Light light, and yet smoked. Interesting, but I don't know if I'd order again. This is coming from a master Cicerone. So That's what it's saying? No. It's uh, a... <laughs> I'm a master Cicerone? I love that. No, I'm a district manager. <laughs> <laughs> Assistant to the district manager Cicerone. I just thought that it was... Like, I, I, I think a lot of the people on Untapped in particular, they write some of these reviews like while they're hammered. Well, they also write them while... Like, you can see them order a new release. Like, if we come out with a new release, and it's one person, and they get that release on the day that it's released, and they're on their phone, I already know they're doing that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I go over, and I'm like, hey, what's a, <laughs> what's a four-star cost? He was, like, looking right? over somebody's shoulder, yeah. just like, hey, what you leaving? <laughs> is that a, yeah. a two-star? What do I got to do to get a five-star? And then you shove your finger up their ass, and then it's three stars. I thought so they won't. This is a review from two years ago. Better make it three. I hope you fucking hovered over this dude's shoulder at some point. Um, wait, wait, what? King of the lower back touch. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars. Five stars, actually. Yeah. One star. Owner showed up to make me. <laughs> this review is from two years ago from somebody named Brad Graham. I have always enjoyed the brewery. However, having a couple of what I thought tasty beers, I became deathly nauseous after tasty my treats. visit. This is the double review guy. Tasty treats. Oh, that's the double review this guy? This is the double review oh, guy. I didn't. So what, what's you his name the other on one. this one? Brad Graham. Yeah, wait. There's Bradley Graham. There's a Bradley Graham. That sounds like this is more, there's a Chris and a Christopher, and there's a Brad and a Bradley. I'm telling you. But, or a Michael but and a Mike. The, the, this review, though, is like very much like... I, I drank sick. too much. Yeah. <laughs> I drank too much. So my tap room manager called me that night, and she's like, he is livid, and it's because I asked for his ID a second time. That's where that one came from. I mean, yeah, that's great. Like, you get, who cares? I think Brad should come back in. I mean, I don't know, dude, because he's going to be like, he's going to fucking know, drink want, too much. This is like Jekyll and Hyde. Do you want Brad or Bradley? You got to make, yeah. make up your mind. I don't know which Brad would crash into a fence on the way home and then write you guys Bradley a one-star well. review. He loves giving good stuff. There was reviews. another one. <laughs> he's, he's a fan of a smoked pork. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, however, <laughs> likes light lager exclusively. God. 
Hates ales but loves didn't, IPAs. <laughs> didn't eat anything all day. Had six beers. One star. <laughs> Drank too much. The peanuts I carried in it's my, kind of like, in my yeah, jacket one, pocket. I was just over served <laughs> one star. It's that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very much like, boy, you blew it, Brad. Uh, in like a court case, nauseous. you can just trail him giving a bad untapped review to every brewery on the street. <laughs> just, you yeah, can just yeah. see his decline <laughs> over the course of the entire day. Boy, <laughs> By the time oh, yeah. he gets to the end of the block... Flyco has terrible burgers. <laughs> <laughs> what burgers? Uh, I've got one for. All right, this is untapped. A, is brutal. So this is lay a, those on. This is more of a game for you guys. Yeah. This is for both of you. Okay. All right. So this is going to be very much a. Yo, mama's so fat. She. I'm just trying to tee you up for success here. Okay. okay. For untapped this is from uh, Thomas D. It's for a beer called Breeze's Mom. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is, uh, is that the stout that you made with Avery? Yeah. It's a uh, yes. Okay. That was for Collab Fest. Yeah. Collab. Collab. Oh, sorry. Collab. Collab. All right. Because we call it collab You guys ready? Yep. Your mom's so dank, she never washes her underwear or... You took improv. Sometimes Steve took- will. <laughs> sometimes Steve will be like, "Yeah, I took improv," and then he'll do terrible improv. Uh, it's a real well because I'm trying to do acquired taste. Yeah. I mean, he'll brag about doing improv. The- I don't brag about doing. Whoa, 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 whoa! He's like, "I took I improv for a little while," and then he'll improv. not do well improv. Like he'll not do. To be fair, I'm also looking at another review. To be fair, to be fair, we also named a beer that. It's a, it got a 3.75. Sounds pretty good. To me, it's pretty good. It's not that they're always bad. It's just sometimes it, sometimes they're just funny. Uh, so your mom's wait, so dank, she... Did, did they write something else? I guess no, I'm just question mark. No, the, she, he's proposing uh, the question. He she's wants an acquired a, taste. She's an acquired taste. Or she's a four-star review. Dank is also one of those words that can be... Off-putting to some. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dank is a word so that has a different context depending on which way you use it. Your mom's, like, so, your mom's so dank she's going to be attacked by Christian groups. <laughs> boy. Your mom's so dank she's still illegal in a lot of states. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Improv. Fucking get you have back. been writing these for a week straight and I know it. <laughs> I fucking looked this review up on the can this morning. <laughs> uh, exa- which is why you've got your mom's so dank she looked this review up on the can this morning. Here we go. Steve paid for improv classes. <laughs> Actually, I did not pay for it. That's and why I took it for and so I've long. I've had enough beers that I said implov instead yeah, of improv. <laughs> yes, and improv. Uh, I did actually. That was one of the reasons I did improv is because I did not have to pay for it. Okay. Which is very did rare. Did you go to college? I went to see you. Fuck him up. Fuck him up. Go see you. Yeah, that'll good be a good quick clip. <laughs> yeah, quick clip. Power highlight. Clip. Yeah, right. <laughs> the lack like, of enthusiasm. Fuck him up. Fuck him up. Oh this is god. This is palpable. We gotta do this again. <laughs> Here's a review. You guys are welcome anytime. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just move the podcast in here. We live here now, so yeah. we don't need to make beer anymore. So. You know who's not welcome anymore is this person named. Shine on Yogi. Oh, she was the worst. 
Shine on yogis. Yogis are. That's the thing about yogis is that they're the worst. They're the kind of people that wear shirts that say, be a good person, and that don't tip. Yeah. Uh, Brad Galley Brad Galley and I have both have been talking about that the last week is like we worked in Rhino and there's the Be a Good Person store and the people who that? No. There's a store a, that they're It's a clothing apparel. brand and it's it just be says a be a good person. person. Like that's ugh. And those so. are the people that don't tip. Like the people that have those shirts are like be a good person are the ones that never fucking tip. Yeah. Shine on Yogi. Uh, let's start a brand and it's called Be a Good Tipper. Yeah. I guarantee you. But you're just an asshole in real life. The people that buy that will not tip still. I guarantee it. Be a shitty tipper, you'll probably have the best That sounds like a brand that's going to be hijacked by the porn industry, to be completely honest. Hmm. I guess Hulu's got softcore porn now. That's okay. Sometimes I went to college. I'm kind of like a lawyer, so I'll sue (laughs) Shine on Yogi, two stars five years ago. The beer is good, but good luck getting any service at the bar if you're a woman. Whoa! I that's the whole that thing. One. Yeah. I loved good that luck. one because we only had one male employee. Uh, the response, which I don't have the whole thing, but the response is like, we'd love for you to talk to our female bartender that yeah. was there. Like, <laughs> you're like, uh, you're welcome to come in and talk to all the women that are working yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can get a job here, but not a beer, apparently. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I chose you're fucked. Shine on Yogi's review. She did it again. Five years later, yep. still has never written another review for any other place. Went out of her way to make an account to write you a review and never review anything And also came up again. with like she a fun... Other, she reviewed us twice, though. What was the other one? Do you remember? Was it the same Just thing? Just no comment, one star. Yeah. So she created an account for called Arms Brewery, and then instead of just like making a, a pretty easy default, like this is my first initial and my last name or something, she's still just like, I'm Shine on Yoga. Shine I'm on a Yogi. bad Yelp reviewer. I mean, for how popular Yoga's gotten, that might Speaking be like of a downward name. Dog. She might be sitting on a gold mine. Oh, that's definitely taken. She's basic as fuck. She didn't come up with that on her own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's pretty basic. Uh, you got any more on tap there? No. Should we do one more of these? We'll do we one got... more of these, and then we'll, we'll, we'll roll out of here. Maybe go to Hops and Pie. How about we uh, see who can chug a 10-ounce faster? Oh, I'm down. You guys never get time, right? We did we've not. Done, we've done it. Uh, uh, we for the sake okay. of our own fucking health. Yeah, if we, we did, we, the, we if did, we did this <laughs> two times a week. I could say that for every day. Of being you want to get, I'll do a 10-ounce or something if you want. Or do you want to do a beer shot or... It's up to you. Yeah. Let me do a, a recent one. I'll do a I'll do a recent one. Yeah, do the worst recent one. Yeah, make sure it's a make sure it's Yelp. Make sure it's an account of how their businesses now. Uh, we don't Yelp care they, about how shitty they were Yelp five years they, ago. We want to know that they haven't gotten any better. <laughs> yeah. Yelp they hire people just to give negative reviews so that you pay to play. Yeah, that's how we have to generate contests. J E from five months ago, which. Granted, like, I personally feel anybody writing a negative review during COVID sucks. Uh, don't go out if you're afraid that the service isn't going to be what you want. J.E. says, five months ago, one star. Used to love this place and their beer, but since COVID-19, they started limiting people to over 21. Their reasoning was to fill their limited capacity with beer-drinking customers and to limit rowdy children that run around the place, the latter we can understand. Which surprising they don't get the first excuse 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, basic, very simple business. But not to make an exception for well-behaved teenagers is ridiculous. When we headed down the street over to Odyssey Beer Works, which had wonderful beer, the same rules, but a bit more common sense to allow responsible children. Call to Arms definitely lost their biggest fans by being anti-family family friendly in such time. Uh, Can we just talk about for one second? Yes. That we still are a bar that serves alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. yeah. That is our primary source. Yes. Of yeah, absolutely. And what we do. And They're not having, playing Frozen like the 2 fact on TVs. That any and... children at all under 21 are allowed in. You should be like feeling psyched. Just be grateful that they. Yeah. yeah. I personally love going to a brewery, so, and not which actually is too about bad. The kids. It's not Applebee's, but it would be. <laughs> I was at Spangling one time. If you had I love poppers. I'd love this place. Spangling is a weird. Like yeah. my understanding is that they're kind of like a quiet brewery and do their own thing. But I do like their beer. But I was there one time when the parents were having a birthday party for their fucking kid, six-year-old. At the, not even at the brewery. Not even like a one or two-year-old where the kid's not going to remember it, but like a six-year-old child who will very clearly remember this birthday party. Oh, hey, honey, here's pictures from when we embraced your father's alcoholism on your yeah. sixth birthday. And the I'm kids were running around. I'm happy to sell you a keg and, and yeah. stay the F out of the brewery. Yeah, yeah. do keg stands with your six-year-old. It's, it's her birthday. It's like it's like people don't understand that like I'm as an adult like I'll I'm fine around kids but I don't want them at my, the bars I'm going to right yeah I mean like, it's just, that's the thing is that they're not allowed in most bars right right yeah so yeah. why the fuck are they allowed I mean I get why because Especially, you're like we don't want to turn people away we don't have an, we don't want to have to have an excuse to turn but if you have away. limited capacity but, because of COVID. You're going to want every person you can in there to be spending money. Yeah. Look, right? the rules like, are running already so, like, there's such a huge gray area, right? So yeah. just nobody less than 21. That was the rule. Yeah. Sorry. Go that seems totally understandable. Enjoy seems reasonable. And for somebody, <laughs> like I said, any negative review during COVID I think sucks. But to yeah. be like, that's the thing I'm going to complain about is that I couldn't have my responsible teenager who, that's also like, it could be like a fucking thirteen-year-old prepubescent. That kid's kid. smoking meth, jerking yeah. off in the car. He's doing a lot he's, of fucking terrible yeah. things. He's on his switch the whole time, you yeah. know. Or it could be like a fucking nineteen-year-old trying to sneak a few sips, and the parents are like, "Well, he's responsible, so we'll treat him well." Yeah. And it's like you can't. That just you can't look out for that guy. What was that? What's that like? I grew up in a Mormon family. We weren't allowed to sneak oh, my, alcohol ever. My parents would not <laughs> let me drink underage, but like my niece and nephew. My, my, si- my brother and sister are cool. Take a little cool. sip. Yeah. Little, yeah. You're, you're, See, I grew up in an Italian family, like 12 years old. Thanksgiving, you got a glass of wine. Yeah, absolutely fucking And then I went reasonable. into the booze industry, right? so I'm yeah. not But also, you're at, at home. Yeah. You can't do that in somebody else's <laughs> establishment with a liquor license. taste for blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kept eating. God, it's just, it's upsetting to see people, that's what they're like. They're, they're hurting also, your business. Also, do you know who these people are? No. Yeah, they're, they're your biggest fans. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> your biggest fan. If I have, have ever been to any brewery that I or bar that I patron like a lot, they know who you are, right? Like you know the bartenders' names, yeah, you know, yeah. the owner, yeah. you know, like they know who you are, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're somebody's biggest fan and they have no fucking clue who you are, and right? You don't know who anybody then there you're is, not there you're that not often. Their biggest right. fan, yeah. dude. Yeah. Take off just making shit up. Yeah. I was the 
I financially gave Call to Arms a hundred thousand dollars a year by purchasing beer. It's like, yeah. no, you did not. No, you can no. Line sack shit. God. Yeah. You can email me his contact info later. I'd rather really help it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Uh, drink more. Drink more. Drink you got more. any can releases coming up or anything? Yeah, we got a bunch. Uh, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> help me help your business. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's one of those. We've got one of we got a can release that's supposed to happen on inauguration day, but it might be a little bit. Um, yeah, you don't want anybody on the nose right <laughs> now, so it's up for debate. Otherwise, that was the plan to up plug that nice. one. I uh, like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean we're always releasing. We've What's got. You're fired. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we'll de- we'll decide here in the next coming days. So long as I don't start storming. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, You're in Berkeley. It's a pretty, uh, yeah, pretty liberal know, neighborhood. I don't think it you just worry takes, about it. It just takes one idiot, though. You know. So. Yeah. That's but, true. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, we got some can releases coming up. So just pay attention to social media. But it's always changing. I mean, that's what's great about Call to Arms is. You know, since we're not tied to the distribution market all the time, we can always, you know, make quick pivots and come out with new labels, new beers. So, cool. uh, if you're paying attention, we got uh, we got a new release for you. Oh yeah, man. I assume you guys are going to be reading comedy back as soon as possible. Dude, believe me, they're great shows. Everybody uh, needs levity right now, and that's yeah. There's also like the, there's interesting shows too where it's like. You can check out sh- comics that are like seasoned veterans doing brand new material for the first right. time, or like new comics doing like the shit that they've been like really working on now and again for a long time. So uh, make sure to pay attention to that because live comedy needs it too. Happy to have you guys around to support live yeah. comedy. Yeah, Speaking well, of which, I mean, we're gonna. It sounds like we're gonna have something. Assuming the rules don't change between now and then, uh, we'll have something going with our friends over at Flight Co. Neighbors of Yours, hopefully within the next month, and then we've got some other shows uh, like Oscar Blues up in Boulder that that's tracking to be back on schedule in like February. So we've got some stuff in the works. Some people can accommodate, others can't. We understand that. Um, We're really uh, we're advocates for doing. If we're going to bring live comedy back, we still want to do it the right way. Make sure everybody's doing it safely and booking the worst comedians possible, and mostly booking bad open micers (laughs) that are willing to put their life at risk. Comics that are my phone number is. Yeah, we exclusively book comics that are over eighty years old. (laughs) It's uh, the people that are the most at risk. We book comics that have five minutes but continually say they're headliners. Yeah, so that's all we want to book. Yeah. So, but uh, the, look, keep an eye out for social, on social media for that kind of yeah. stuff. We'll have it coming up soon. Or our website, rotatingtapcomedy.com. Yeah, we've got a shiny website now. That's right. You can check out everything from the podcast, all of our live shows, and sign up for our newsletter. You get all the info right to your email box instead of having to check anything. And we do fun giveaways on there, too. Like, we gave yeah. some beer away for our last Zoom show that we did. Corey will send you pictures of his shaved pubes. Yeah. That's for <laughs> that's for the Patreon, baby. That's uh, a... <laughs> That's the fans only. Uh, uh, thank right. you so much thank for you listening. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Check out no, Call no, Arms. Thank you guys. Appreciate uh, it. Cheers. Up here on Tennyson. Yeah. Hell yeah. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.